Hello and welcome to Lore Dump, the show where we take someone who hasn't played a game and walk them through the full story. Yeah. How you feeling? Good? Good. Hello. Sorry, I'm Monty and I'm joined by Neil. Hello. And Chase. Meow, I'm a cat. Good. Yes. Uh, so uh, on screen right now, we've got uh, a poster for the game we're covering today, Arkham City, um, where we've got Batman and Catwoman's all tied up next to him. Um, Pretty sure Batman looks considerably more tied up than she is. I get the sense that he's like wrapped the whip around and tugged her in close because they're in love and they're they're great and but they should they should have got could, married. But she could let go at any moment. Oh, but oh. she doesn't. She doesn't. She'll never let go of him. Um, I'll never let go of bats. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have any proper intro for you. I'm ready just to get straight into for anyone, it. For anyone who's uh, just joining us, oh, sure, yeah. um, we, we covered last time out Arkham Asylum. Oh. Um, you know, I think I was probably a little bit anxious because, Chase, you famously don't care for superheroes, but I think you had quite a good time with Asylum. Was I I of of all superheroes, I think I tend to like Batman the most because he feels the least like a superhero to me. I get that. He he feel he can feel a lot more just like a generic action hero. So I tend to I do like the Batman. And also there was enough silly goofy guys. Also to, that, yeah. Um well, yeah. I'm so glad you like silly goofy guys. I love silly goofy guys. There's so many in this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we just get more silly goofy guys? So just, many. Yeah, just... oh. I'll get, we'll get this out of the way at the start. Please uh, like and subscribe if you like our stuff. <laughs> yes. We're bad, at, like we're bad at we're bad at remembering to do that. Um, we have a Discord now yes, we um, with many people in it. It's like, a lovely place. Many people in yeah, it. it's, it's, Come in there. I tend to post in there while we're recording. Yeah. Uh, Chase loves to spoil the jokes before they're actually in the podcast. Uh, no, <laughs> it's, a, it's a teaser. Mm-hmm. It's called mm-hmm. marketing. Literally, one of the mods just shouted at you in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> the scenes to start paying attention during this recording. I, I did potentially miss an important tidbit last you, time. You did, yeah, you did. And then you pretended that you knew that um, a certain character was another character all along when I don't think you actually figured it out. No, no you didn't figure it out. No. I'm sorry. That, no. was, that wasn't even a twist. I would have believed you if you had we're paid really, attention. We're really selling the hell out of this episode. Go back and listen to it. It was a fun time. Um, but we're, we're There was co- a lot of uh, liquid. Yeah, 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 sure. So straight into it. Um, Arkham City. <laughs> Arkham City released in 2011. Um, it takes place in, in the world of Batman and world of Arkham. It takes place 18 months after the first game. It is a video game about Batman. That's enough time for them to have built all of Arkham City, isn't it? Yes. Because you can famously build an entire city in a year and a half. I mean, any country that is actually good at building, yes. So not in the UK. Um, I don't know about how America is. But... I was about to say, I'm, I'm getting a new office building and it has been in construction for like three years and that's one building. Because <laughs> UK's construction is shit. Um, so anyway, so yes, it's a game all about Batman. Batman's a superhero, dressed up like a bat. I'm not sure if you knew this, Chase. He's also Bruce Wayne. Oh. <laughs> okay, so Batman, Bruce what? Wayne. Okay. The billionaire? Easiest way to remember. The one who really likes funding rehabilitation centers? <laughs> yes. And both of their names start with B. Ah, That's right. Okay, okay. okay. So, um, so we kick off pretty much immediately. Um, part one, heads or tails, kitty cat. We start with a painting of Cain and Abel from the Bible. I love the Bible. Yeah. So uh... the Bible from hit Amazon cartoon Husband Hotel? <laughs> sure, yeah. So it's a painting of Cain and Ab- Abel in an old, decrepit government building. Cain holds his dead brother in his arms, carrying him home, his face stained with guilt after killing him, just in case you didn't know what that story is in the Bible. Spoilers. <laughs> I, Spoilers. I, I read something recently. To be fair, it's Cain early. It's, er- it's early on. It's fine. Yeah. I read something recently that made me think, 
I don't think that Kay knew he was going to kill Abel because nobody had died before. <laughs> so, he <didn't> <laughs> so he didn't actually know it was going to happen when he came over the rock. It's like, oh my god, life stops? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. He just probably thought he was going to give him a little knock over the noggin and, you know... It'd be like you're being a goofy he's, guy. He Stop the, that! He does the Batman from the the uh, the college humor sketches. He's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so Cain and Abel painting um, is it important. Who knows? A group of Harvey Two Faces goons approach and open up the painting, revealing a safe inside. And they're like, "How long till the boss gets here?" And the other one goes, "Riley said he saw the bat. Is he here too?" In Arkham City, one scoffs. Why the hell would he come here? You guys need to chill out. In Arkham City, the place physically connected and taken over part of the city that Batman famously hangs out in. Yeah, why would all his criminals are? And also, (laughs) named after the place where Batman famously puts all his criminals, why would he ever be there? Well, this is why he's a junior level goon, okay? It's this kind of thinking. (laughs) Boom, smash. The window breaks and they all flinch. It's the bat! The thugs gasp. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to disappoint you, boys. It's just little old me, Catwoman replies in a silky voice. So, yeah, Catwoman's in this game. We don't just play as Batman, we also play as her. Um, Selina Kyle, Catwoman. Armed with her sharp talons, whip, and skin-tight leather suit. I know it's part of the costume. I'm just very amused by the collar. Oh, the collar's stellar. It's great. I'm really amused by the collar. Catwoman is, like... I have a huge fictional crush on Catwoman. Uh, More than any of the other uh, other kind of, like, ladies of comics. Uh, Catwoman's mine. I can tell by the art on your walls. Uh, Yes, that's one of the newbies bought me, actually, yeah. Um, Very, very sexualized picture. And I I fancy my fiancé. (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) Well... So, yes, so Catwoman arrived. Shout out to Neil's fiance. <laughs> so, Catwoman's here just to steal the valuables in the safe. That's all she's here for. Uh, she kicks the goon's ass, but gasp, she's rudely interrupted. She leans, reaches out, starts to pull the treasure out, and we hear, Get your filthy paws off that now, Harvey Two Face rasps. He calmly places a gun to her head, and we cut away, hearing a familiar and unfamiliar voice. Wake up, Mr. Wayne, Hugo Strange says. Do you remember who Hugo Strange is, Chase? I mentioned him last episode. He's, he's, the, therapist. he's the therapist. I said that he needed therapy. He got therapy with the worst therapist in town. Yes. And that only happens in the comics. Uh, so that, that wasn't part of the Arkham story. That was just a little fun Hugo Strange tale. Oh, so he's fine in this. This one isn't, no, this one isn't working on himself. He's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, this, yeah, this Batman's busy beating people up. So we hear him say, wake up, Mr. Wayne. Wait, so is this Hugo? Hugo Strange. Yes. Leers at Bruce through his tinted glasses. You'll see him in a second. We have much to discuss. Strange, Bruce Wayne growls. He sounds like he's in pain. You won't get away with this. Oh, Strange says. But I already have. I assume that you thought yourself untouchable. Well, as you can see, no one is untouchable. We hear a shock of electricity and Bruce gasps. Shut Arkham City down, he spits. It's out of control. Shut it down. (laughs) By the end of the night, I will be a hero. Just like you, Batman. So, oh no, Hugo Strange knows who Batman is. Yeah, it's a very cool opening. It is a very cool opening. Flashback. A crowd is gathering around a podium outside the entrance to Arkham City. So, what the hell is going on here? It turns out that in the 18 months since Joker took over Arkham Asylum, a few things happened. The first was that Quincy Sharp got elected mayor. 
How? How? <laughs> um, so actually, the dude, e- you are staring down the battle barrel of a second Trump term. Yeah. Let's oh, just—I'm well, I'm well aware. <laughs> let's not question how this. Can no, happen. I can. I can tell you exactly how he did. He ran a campaign based off of. Um, Arkham Asylum needs more funding. The cops need more funding. It all needs more funding. I got held hostage by the Joker. I'm a victim. But oh, I saved the day. Batman not involved. I saved the day. And people believed that bullshit. So they elected a mayor. Um, but there was famously video of Batman saving the day on the news. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is video of the Joker losing to Batman. Well, I will also say that he had a lot of funding. A lot of funding. Yeah. Arkham no, no, doesn't no. have enough funding. But he has all the funding. He well, he got a lot. Of, his campaign got a world, shit ton of funding. It? Yeah. Oh. So, Sharp got elected mayor. The second is that he hired Hugo Strange to become the new warden of Arkham, and the third is that Strange expanded Arkham Asylum into Arkham City. He essentially cordoned off a huge part of Gotham's poorest boroughs and turned it into one massive city prison. Well, what they did was no jail cells, no psychiatric treatment, just a ghetto where the criminals can do quite literally whatever they like so long as they don't leave the the city prison. It's even worse. Yep. The fourth thing that happened, and we hear this from Gotham's number one reporter, Vicky Vale, Bruce Wayne has suddenly taken an interest in Gotham politics for the first time ever. I doubt that. That seems wrong. Legitimately, he does not get involved in politics until this moment. Until this moment. So she says, The infamous playboy millionaire has never been one to... It's billionaire, Vicky. Bruce corrects as he (laughs) saunters past. Millionaires are so last year. Bruce gives a speech condemning Arkham City. How can something like this possibly be effective, he says. Today, he's starting a campaign to shut it down. But he doesn't get very far into his speech. Jackboot thugs, all dressed in black, they're called Tiger, T-Y-G-E-R. They, they come flying in on choppers, guns at the ready, they drop smoke grenades, cause a panic, and they knock Bruce Wayne out. Oh. We flash back to an interrogation room. Where, uh, sorry, we're flashing back to this conversation between him and uh, Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange is torturing him. And Strange says, Capturing Bruce Wayne is so much easier than capturing Batman. And he grins and he says, And now that we have you... Protocol 10 is ready to begin. It will be my legacy, a monument to your failure. And if you try to stop me, I guarantee everyone will know your secret. So a couple of things about Hugo Strange, because he's more of a niche villain than people like Joker or Two-Face. So he doesn't have any superpowers. He's just the brilliant psychiatrist I told you about. In this universe, he did used to work in Arkham Asylum. Um, and he used to psychologically torture any patients unfortunate enough to be locked in a room with him. Um, Which is, of course, why he got promoted. Well, yeah. Um, but the main thing, his his superpower, in a sense, is that he is able to get under the skin of basically anybody he comes into contact with. Super villains, superheroes, doesn't matter. He's a, he's a fucking super pain in the ass, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and he has been able to deduce that Batman and Bruce Wayne are the same person. So How? Because he's the only one wearing glasses. He's the only one who can actually see properly. Um, in this universe, it's purely through monitoring surveillance and through figuring out how Batman operates. And he's, he's managed to piece it all together. It's never really elaborated on beyond that. Uh, but he's figured it out. Okay. So Bruce is tossed into an interrogation room and into a processing queue where he sees a few things. First is that Strange's tiger guards are just straight up shooting any criminals that misbehave in the head. They do not give a shit. There's no procedure here, but they are clearly in charge. It's very fascist. The second is this guy, Floyd Lawton, a.k.a. Deadshot, one of the world's greatest assassins. He's going to be in the new game. 
No, he's not. Oh. Uh, different, different Deadshot in the new game. Damn it. Um, Why are there so many people who just steal other people's names? Don't worry about new Deadshot. Uh, focus on this guy for now. Floyd Lawton Deadshot, right? He's the OG Deadshot. Bruce is standing in the, the queue to get, like, processed, and Floyd Lawton Deadshot is in front of him, and he turns around and he goes, you're on my list, Wayne. And he goes, pew, pew, with his little hand guns. And his <laughs> do, 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 finger guns. Bruce doesn't say anything. We move past him to where Strange is standing. And Strange is like, lower your weapons. Mr. Wayne won't be any trouble, will you, Mr. Wayne? Put that finger gun away. There's no need to get resort to that kind of stuff. Put your weapons away. <laughs> the cuffs can stay on. We don't want to make things too easy now, do we? Uh, Bruce has marched on where he sees this guy, Jack Ryder, Gotham's number two, two number two reporter. Uh, you might remember he was the guy in the shop at the end of Arkham Asylum. He filmed the battle between Bats and the Joker. Yeah, it clearly didn't spread it around enough to make people think that Batman didn't save the day. Mm. So Ryder, Jack Ryder is like, Bruce Wayne, great. There I was reporting on your crummy press conference and now we're both in here. I guess that'll teach you to get involved in politics, won't it? And Bruce is like, listen to me carefully. When they open the door, don't panic. Stay close to me. They're trying to scare us. You think I'm going to take advice from some guy who's never even been in a fight, Jack Mills? <laughs> the door opens and he darts on ahead just to be knocked down by an inmate. Bruce kicks the guy's ass and picks Jack up. And that is when Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. The Penguin, says hello. Uh -huh. I like his monocle. Yes. Yeah, it's just the bottom of a glass bottle. It is the bottom of a oh, glass... So it's the it bottom is. of a glass bottle that Joker lodged in there years ago for a giggle. He smashed a bottle and rammed it around his eye. Why isn't he taking it out? Eh, uh, status symbol. I survived an attack by the Joker. Anything like that. Uh, but yeah. he gets infected. Well, it's not. <laughs> um, and he goes... Welcome to hell, Brucey boy. He's got like a Cockney sort of accent. Welcome to hell, Brucey boy. What's up? You need me to call your butler? He puts on a pair of knuckle dusters and swings at Bruce's head, but Bruce dodges it. Does he? Does he know who? No. No. Then why is he going after Bruce? He hate. Well, so he. Well, do you know this, Neil? Well, there in in the comics and in a lot of you, I, I can't remember exactly how it is in Arkham. The Cobblepots and the Waynes are two of the the, oh. the huge founding families in yep. in Gotham. They are both from old money. They both have a lot of history, and in a lot of them, it's it, Oswald blames the Waynes for the, the Cobblepot's downfall. Yes. I see, okay. Yeah. okay. That's all it is. He just hates the man, Bruce Wayne. Um, he hates Batman for separate reasons. So Penguin tries to punch Bruce. Bruce dodges, grabs Penguin's arm, and sprains his wrist, knocking him to the side. Um, he's cuffed up this whole time. Why is this Playboy billionaire so strong? <laughs> Legit. And why does his fighting style feel so familiar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we beat up a bunch of Penguin's goons, break our handcuffs, and make it to a nearby rooftop where our right-hand man, Alfred, who wasn't in Arkham Asylum, but he features now from moving forwards. So he's going to be our man in the ear. Oh, you said he was going to call his butler. Uh, he did. Yeah, he calls his butler. So oh. Alfred sends in a little care package. Bruce gets all of his gadgets, the bat suit, all that good stuff, and he's he's ready to go. Where does he go and hide in this police state to go change? He, he literally climbs he's onto on a roof, roof and, and it, like a capsule comes down and he steps in, suits up and steps out of the capsule, ready to go. That's not... <laughs> conspicuous or anything <laughs> yeah yeah so he's got all of his stuff uh, he hacks into the comms of strangers guards and it turns out that catwoman is in the courthouse harvey two-face has taken her hostage so off to the courthouse we go to save her harvey Stu harvey two-face stands by a pool of acid gingerly tossing a coin he's talking to himself his personality changes at the flick of a switch. The only way to get by in this place is to get ourselves some respect, Dent says. Is that Two-Face dressed as Uncle Sam? Uh, yes it is, yes. 
Yeah, sorry, his henchmen are holding billboards. They're recruitment billboards for his gang. Um, and yeah, we want you and it's Two-Face as Uncle Sam. Um, so yeah, so he's like, the only way to get by in this place is to get ourselves some respect, Harvey Dent says. Fear, Two-Face responds to him. That's how we get respect. Show them all how we do things. You enjoying this, Chase? You like this look? You'll see half his face is burned away by acid. He's Two-Face. Good. So, I've never been massively a fan of Two-Face. Oh, I really like He's... He's great. He's there. I, I feel really sorry for Two-Face pretty he, much every time I see him. He feels yeah. quite... I mean, sure, but just comparatively to every other villain, he feels very underwhelming. Yeah. So Two-Face um, is like, that's how we get respect. Fear. We show them how we do things. Let's kill Catwoman. And Dent is like, we should be fair, though. This is a place of justice, after all, because they're in a courthouse. Um, Screw justice, Two-Face says. Kill her and they'll fear us. This is a through line we're going to see with all of Arkham City's villains. The prison is locked in a gang war and every super criminal is terrified. And that has kind of made them more ruthless and more vicious. It's Penguin v. Joker v. Two-Face v... Oh, Joker's still about. Uh, Joker is also still about, yeah. Oh, good. So, yeah, so Two-Face pulls down... And Riddler's also here, too. Um, Two-Face pulls down a curtain and we see Catwoman hanging over the acid pit. And the puns begin. <laughs> <laughs> You certainly know how to keep a girl hanging, Harv, Catwoman says. Two-Face smacks her across the face. That's for stealing from us. Nobody steals from us. And he points a gun at her. Catwoman barely seems to feel the smack. And she says, I'm sorry I've been a bad kitty. Untie me and I'll make it all up to you. Let's see if the coin thinks you're telling the truth. Two-Face tosses the coin. It arcs into the air. Two-Face looks at it. A flicker of disappointment crosses his face. Court is now in session, Harvey Dent says. All the goons cheer, and they're like, yeah, we love court. <laughs> <laughs> and due process, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Batman doesn't wait for any of this to continue. Uh, he leaps down, kicks everyone's ass. As the last grunt hits the floor, we hear Harvey Dent yell, objection! And then bang with the gun. Do you ever think that Harvey goes up to the police, he's like, let's flip a coin, see if I'm going to prison today. Flip! Oh, shit. Well, no, because the coin flip is for his decisions, not for, like, what fate will do to him, necessarily. Oh, I see, I see, um, I see. He I wants see. himself to be guided by fate. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we beat them all up, and then Dad's like, OBJECTION! And then, bang! A gunshot knocks Batman to the ground, stunning him. We're all right, bulletproof armor. And then Two-Face blows the end of his gun and goes, OVERRULED. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten. Uh, so then he runs up to Catwoman, places the gun to her head, and goes, Heads or tails, kitty cat, time to die. Oh, Tor Troy Baker voices Two-Face, by the way. There you go, there he is. Oh, yes. oh no, he's already sneaking in. Oh, uh, mate, Troy Baker voices a million fucking characters I mean, in this franchise. I love Troy Baker, but also yeah. he's he started sneaking. In this game, spoilers, you're going to see Robin. He voices both Robin and Two-Face in this game. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and then he voices more people in other games. You'll Give other out. people a, a jaw. Give him one. That's what fine. I will say is moving forwards, Troy Baker will voice a different character in the next three games we cover. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. So anyway, so let's keep going. So, time to die. And then Catwoman goes, I vote for a stay of execution. Using her talons, she cuts the rope, swings into Two-Face, knocks him to the ground, and his gun goes flying into the acid. She goes, oh, no, no gun, Harv? Oh, no. Shame. Oh, no. This is gonna hurt. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Two guns, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Two-Face yells, pulling a second pistol out of his jacket. But, da-da-da-da, Batman to the rescue. He grapples Dent's feet and ties him up over the acid pit. Catwoman cranes her neck at Two-Face and finally goes, 
How's it hanging, Harv? So that's you can't use hanging twice. You can't use hanging twice. So she turns her attention to Batman, and she's like, anyone ever tell you you're full of surprises? And Batman's I, I, like... Hold, I've just noticed, why does her suit have a latex thong over the rubber well, thong? Batman has pants over his trousers, yeah. so why not? Why not? What's your problem with this look, Chase? Yeah, stop shaming her, Chase. She's awesome, Chase. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> I didn't say she wasn't awesome. I'm just questioning her fashion designer. <laughs> Selena Kyle is the most fashionable part, second most fashionable character in this game. Batman was like, oh, anyone ever tell you you're full of surprises? And Batman is like, I figured you could use my help, Selena. And she smiles at him and she goes, you're right. I think I chipped a nail back there. And Batman, despite himself, chuckles. Like, for a quick second, you almost miss it. But it's clear there's history there and the two of them enjoy each other's company. And he goes, funny. Uh, and he, yeah, it's just acknowledging the he joke. sounds amused. <laughs> so he asks her what she knows about this mysterious Protocol 10 that Hugo Strange was talking about. Like, what is it? Does she know? And Catwoman goes, I don't know. I do know I don't trust Strange, though. He's been missing for years and suddenly he's put in charge of running Arkham City. Rumor has it he's working with Joker, planning something extra special just for you. Hey, remember when you took over the asylum last year? Well, now I'm in charge. Want to do it again? Yeah. Take two. We cut to a sniper's view outside the courthouse, watching the bat and the cat talk to each other. Twinkle, twinkle, little bat, Joker giggles. Watch me kill your favorite cat. (laughs) Thankfully, Batman sees the laser of the sniper before Joker can pull the trigger. He grabs Catwoman, throws her up against the wall as the bullet fires off. I will also note that the laser he sees is a little smiley face. It's a little green smiley face. Um, So, yeah. So extra. Yeah, because someone had to build that. Branding is everything. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, uh, Batman... Supervillains have excellent marketing teams. Uh, Batman grabs Selina, moves her out of shot, pins her up against the wall. Uh, And Catwoman's like, this place is dangerous. I like it. And then she looks at Batman and she goes, you expecting a kiss? It was Joker, Batman says. You're not safe here. No one is. Nine lives, remember? She winks and then leaps out of the window. So we have our next stop. Let's go and see what Joker is up to. But first, Arkham City has a bunch of side missions that flesh out some of Batman's villains and also some interview tapes where we get to hear Hugo Strange psychologically torture some of Batman's biggest rogues. Don't worry, no riddles this time, okay? Don't worry, no riddles this time. Um, Yeah, I'm not not finding like a riddle for each bit of every episode. Um, Mainly because we do get some proper face time with Riddler in this one. There definitely are. We just did too well on the last one. He's embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) We seem quick to get past that slide. So um, I'm going to basically... Two riddles, bitch. I'm replacing the riddles with a quick, like, here's what the side mission is. Uh, So each part is going to have a side mission at the end. So let's start with Bane. Bane has set up shop in the Crank Toy Company. Bats inside the city. Uh, Batman finds him alone, staring Even at a map. Super villains need toys. Legit. Oh, he loves his teddy bear. Um, so Batman finds him alone, staring at a map of Arkham City. And uh, Bane turns and looks at him. He's alone, and he just goes, "Surprised to see me, Batman." And Batman goes, "A little. Last time I saw you, you were wrapped around the hood of my car. What are you doing here?" Bane tells us that Dr. Young's Titan formula is, in fact, in Arkham City. Just a little bit of it, the dregs that Joker managed to ship out of the asylum towards the end of the game. Bane doesn't want that stuff lying around. He's, he's kind of, like, annoyed that it was built off of his Venom stuff. He doesn't want other people to get it. He's the big strong man in town. He doesn't want anyone else to be one. And Batman agrees to help him get rid of all the Titan And he form. doesn't try to take it for himself to make himself stronger? 
nope, he just wants to get rid of it. Um, so, yep, Batman agrees to help get rid of all the Titan formula. That's what we do. We track down a few barrels, destroy them. And our reward is a big brawl where we get to fight alongside Bane, yeah. fighting goons. Um, it's, it's a really fun little moment. It's, it's good fun. Um, because the thing is, Bane is so big and his sweeps are so wide that he will accidentally hit you. <laughs> like, so it's, it's good. It's good fun. When it all ends, uh, Bane is straight up just... He, he tries to trick Batman and it turns out that, yes, Chase, you called it. He actually just wanted all the Titan for himself. Um, Batman figures it out, blows up the barrels anyway. All the Titan is now destroyed. No more Titan. Why even bring it forward into this game for a side mission? Don't know, but it's all gone. No more Titan. Don't worry about it. Um, you, there are Titan monsters to fight. Really, it's an explanation to have this enemy type, this Titan enemy type. But as of the end of this game, don't worry, Titan's gone. It's not going to come back. Let's look at some interview tapes. So the interview tapes, uh, these give us quite a bit of insight into our villains again, but they mainly give us insight into Hugo Strange. So... Harvey Two-Face. He's dragged into an interrogation room, and we hear Hugo Strange's voice. Sit down, Mr. Dent. It is Mr. Dent I'm talking to, am I right? Use our real name, Two-Face snarls. I have some questions, Strange says. I'm assuming you need to toss your coin to decide if you're going to answer them. You ready to find out? Two-Face tosses the coin, we hear it. Came up bad. Sorry. No problem. Guard... Take Mr. Dent's coin. We hear the sounds of a violent struggle. Two-Face's voice breaks. He screams as the guard takes his coin away and they hand it to Hugo Strange. Now we see what fate has in store for you, Strange says. Over the next few tapes, Harvey flits between his two personalities, Dent and Two-Face. He tells Strange about the attack that transformed him. He was a district attorney working in court. He had the mob boss, Carmine Falcone, ready to finally go down. He'd be sent to prison for the rest of his days. But one of Falcone's men tossed acid on his face and burned him alive. That fractured his psyche, and now he sees the world as binary. You know this, but just in case the listeners don't. Everything boils down to a simple choice, Two-Face says. This way or that way, good or bad. Interesting, Strange says. So all you need is this coin and everything is simple? Well, what about this coin? And he tosses another coin onto the table. Or this, or these. And we hear them all jangle and move around. And, and Two-Face starts to gasp and we hear Dent come out and Dent goes, what are you doing? Some time passes and we learn that Two-Face spends his days in his cell examining every single coin Strange gives him. There are hundreds. Strange enters his cell. I am going to give you a simple choice, Strange says. This is your coin. He holds it out. Give me it, Dent says. Please. You believe that this coin determines the fate of your world. I am going to throw it into the air. If you let it fall, I am going to do whatever I can to cure you. Or, Two-Face hisses, if you grab it, I will let you loose in Arkham City and I will tell you what Catwoman is doing right this second. Two-Face continues to moan. Remind me, I feel like this was a plot in one of the movies. But I forget. What's his history with Catwoman? No, no history. Uh, they, they just had a bit of beef. Catwoman tried to steal from him before the events of Arkham City. Like most, most of the criminals' beef with Catwoman is that she's stolen from them at some point. Yeah, that's Whereas all. They don't have a... Uh, they're, they're in different movies. So Two-Face continues to moan as Strange tosses the coin to the air. We hear the hard slap as Dent grabs it. Strange is disappointed and he sighs and he goes... At this moment, Catwoman is stealing the contents of the safe at your campaign office. And that's the end of that. Uh, presumably then, that means that Two-Face leaves, points the gun to her head, beginning of the game. 
a fucking hurry then? Yeah. Are we to assume that he's making all these recordings at the asylum or somewhere in Arkham City? Like, is the asylum still active or is it just Arkham City? Sometimes they're in, it doesn't really matter, but sometimes they're in the asylum from a couple of years ago. Often they are in Arkham City, like in the offices. But of any, City. I think in answer to your question, any that are happening recently are in Arkham City. So have, have they pretty much abandoned the asylum at this point? They've abandoned the asylum. There's one or two interview tapes, and I'll point them out when they pop up, which take place in the asylum. The asylum is pretty... The, asi- I, the asylum is overgrown I mean, with plants. And I, mean, I, I mean, interview tapes aside, just like, as for what they're doing. Moving forwards, uh, Arkham Asylum is unusable. You cannot turn it... It's, it's plants, vines are bursting out of towers, oh, things are on fire. Yeah, yeah, it's wrecked. Um, so, yeah, that's why Arkham City is important. Part two, why are you so mean? <laughs> Batman tracks Joker to a nearby church. As he opens the door, we hear a familiar, shrill voice. Coming through, B-Man! Harley Quinn says, cartwheeling yes! towards us. <clears throat> Batman wastes no time. He grabs her leg and throws her to the floor. <laughs> just like... What, what happens it happens immediately. It just You go in the room and she goes, hey! And cartwheels towards her and he just grabs her and yeah. throws her. That, it, it, a little part. counter pops above her head and you press the counter button. And he just grabs her and smacks her into the floor. Uh, so immediately. Um, but it turns out that her and her men have taken some of the Arkham staff hostage you'll see some memo guns behind and she stands up and she dusts herself down and we get a new look at her new threads oh she's so much better yeah this is a really good look this is her her new look it's a good look um yeah she goes like my outfit bat brain was this the first game where she had the dyed ends of the ponytail uh injustice was after this injustice Injustice really kicked into it but yeah i think this might be the first one i like this it's a nice mix of new and old yeah it's a really good look and she goes like my outfit bat brain what am i saying of course you do who wouldn't anyway here's the deal mr j is really not up to a visit right now he's not feeling himself well actually he was earlier but that's not what i meant (laughs) he's not doing so good and that idiot doctor i sent from here didn't help i gotta run bye so Bats beat up the henchman. Bats beats up the henchman in the church and rescues the hostages. Harley Quinn leaves. She's gone. Yeah, this is our st- sort of stealth tutorial in this game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. So our old pal Aaron Cash is here, the guard from Arkham Asylum that Killer Croc attacked. Fun thing about Cash: we learned that when the inmates were being moved from Arkham Asylum to Arkham City, he tried to get some of the patients transferred to Blackgate Prison instead because he had a feeling Arkham City was bad news. He tried to help some of these patients as best he could. Mm. Um. But he, he, he struggled. But Joker isn't here, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, Batman moves on to the Sionis Steel Mills. Sionis is the name of uh, Roman Sionis, who is a villain called Black Mask. Uh, you might have seen the movie Birds of Prey, where Hugh McGregor plays him. It's I, I'm recognizing the name, but I don't know anything behind it. Oh, well, fun fact, at the very beginning of the game, I don't have a picture of it, when Bruce Wayne is walking to be processed, you see Black Mask getting the shit beaten out of him by the Tiger Guards. And <laughs> this, when this was a city before it became Arkham City, uh, he used to own the steel mills. It was like his front. Yeah, um, he's a sort of mob boss yeah. um, with a, a, instead of a face, he's got a black skull. But he's now, a mob boss, as with most of the villains in Batman. A lot well, of them, pretty yeah. much, yeah, a lot of them, yeah. Um, uh, Sion is also rich as fuck, got yeah. all the dollar, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, but now Joker's gang have moved in, um, and they've turned it into a madhouse, technicolor lights, paintings of clowns, it's, you know, the classic Joker look. Um, in the gang war, this is Joker's stronghold. He's taken over the steel mills. Welcome, inmates! Joker's voice cackles over the speakers. You are now taking your first tentative steps towards a better world. A world of fun, mischief, and best of all, a world where you only need to answer (laughs) to yours truly! 
insight is there's there's a bit of like a recruitment campaign going yeah, on it's happening across the, the yeah <laughs> they're all trying to convince the, the thugs to kind of come and work for them so they can steal their, their oh, i don't know i don't know are you are you pledging joker or riddler this year i just don't know you legitimately pick up goons having yeah. those conversations while flying around oh yeah so um, as you fly amazing. around the city much in the same way you can still scan people batman's radio ears pick up on just conversations that are happening around and there's a lot of like uh, Joker's crazy, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Inside the steel mill, Joker is nowhere to be seen. Harley is the one running the show. She's leading the gang, it seems. We hear a couple of inmates debate whether or not Joker is really as sick as Harley says. Maybe he's just pretending. So, again, she was talking earlier about sending a doctor up to look at him. He's clearly sick. Um, what's going on there? In the main hall, Harley addresses her men, and she goes, I promised you some entertainment, right, boys? Dr. Stacy Baker is kneeling next to Harley, crying. Please, I did my best. Well, you should have tried harder. Harley snarls and kicks her off a ledge into the group of men below. This useless quack has failed Mr. J. And you know what that means? Get in here, Mr. Hammer. Mr. Hammer is a Russian muscle man, all done up in clown makeup. <laughs> He's a mini boss, very tough. He's working for the Joker. But later we will see he has a brother, Mr. Sickle. The two were separated from birth. The two were separated from birth. And worst of all, Mr. Sickle now works for Penguin. Wait, the two, the two were separated at birth. Both became criminal henchmen <laughs> in the same place. Do they know their brothers? They do. They do know this. Is that their actual yeah. names or do they just happen to, despite being separated yeah, at birth, they, they come up with the names Mr. Hammer, got, Mr. Sickle? two halves. Of a tag team name, just coincidentally. Well, here's the thing, right? If it, 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 he looks like a wrestler. In the end game, as you're so they're um uh what's conjoined twins? Yeah, okay. Conjo they're conjoined twins separated at birth. And in the end game, when you're flying around getting Riddler trophies or whatever, you can find the two of them just like sitting together, talking, uh, just chilling. They don't die; they're just chilling. And after like the the gang war has ended, and they're both kind of like. Brother, let us never part again. Yes, brother, I did not enjoy my time in this city. <laughs> it's very good. Anyway, but for now he's trying to kill a nurse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right now he's trying to kill a nurse. So Batman rescues Stacey Baker and she tells us a little bit more about what's going on. Uh, she tells us that there is something in Joker's blood, Titan, and it's killing him. Batman journeys deeper into the steel mill. Uh, he gets to Joker's office and what he finds is surprising. Joker sits in a chair rigged up to a UV and a heart monitor. It's flatlined. It's dead. Harley kneels next to him, sobbing. Oh. You! She roars when Batman enters, venom in her voice. And Batman sounds stressed when he responds. Get out of my way, Quinn. Leave us alone, B-Man. Just leave me with him. And she starts to sob. And he says, I said move! And he throws her to the side and scans the Joker's body. His suspicions are confirmed. The Joker is dead. Huh. This is all your fault, Harley shouts. You've hounded him for years, beat him to a pulp, and for what? Why are you so mean? Batman doesn't know what to do. The Joker was his greatest enemy, and now he's just another corpse. Another person that Batman has failed to save. Surprise! Joker laughs, leaping at Batman from behind and gassing him. Bats drops to his knees. The room starts to spin. Was this a long con against all of his cronies? Just to get Batman to show up. You fell for the old fake Joker gag, Batman! The clown how cackled. Many, how many weeks do you think that he has been sat in like a dark corner of this room waiting for Batman to finally Is he coming? Up? Is he coming? Is he coming? No. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, how long has he playing this been playing this con and his goons? He, he's had 18 months. 
So anyway, so uh, Joker grabs Batman, gasses him, and he's like, you fell for the old fake Joker gag. And then we hear Harley go, batter up! And she grins and swings at Batman's head with a baseball bat. Everything goes dark. Night. Meanwhile, dark night. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Catwoman is scouting out Hugo Strange's high-tech vault. Yes. Yeah! Uh, there's all sorts of goodies in there. Her plan is simple. Break in, get the loot, break out of Arkham City, and live in the lap of luxury. The doors are too strong, though. How long has she been trying that? Doesn't she look like she's very good at it? Uh, no idea. No idea. But she, this is, this is uh, where she's got a plan now. So the doors are too strong. Hmm, what can she do? Find Croc and ask him to tear through them? Borrow some dynamite from Penguin? No. She prefers a woman's touch in these sorts of situations. So she pops by her home. Turns out Arkham City was built around it. She gets her gadgets, sets out, and decides she's going to go speak to Poison Ivy. Selina hopes the plant girl has forgiven her because it turns out when Ivy was locked away in Arkham Asylum, she asked Catwoman to water her plants, and she forgot to do that. <laughs> that is a cardinal sin for Ivy. That's... you're dead. Ivy's domain looks how you'd imagine it. Ivy, Ivy wouldn't like me. I killed a plant recently. It's overgrown with plant life, an ocean of the green, and Ivy has not forgiven Selina. <laughs> you killed them all, she hisses. <laughs> they were just flowers, Ivy. I'll buy you some new ones. Look, Red, I just need your help. But Ivy doesn't listen. A vine shoots from the side, ties Catwoman up, and suspends her in the air. Is she still wearing her Arkham jacket? Uh, no. This is actually, it's a different red jacket, and it says Arkham City on the back. <laughs> Did she sew it? Who knows? A new prison jacket and yeah. still no pants! Flower flower and leaf pants. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, we cut, to cut back to Batman. No more Catwoman. We'll come back to her in a bit. Batman is tied to a chair. Harley, uh, Harley reaches out to try and take off his mask, but Joker stops her. Well, I want to know who he is, sweetie! And Joker hits a spasming, coughing fit. <laughs> no one's who you think they are, my dear! Why spoil the fun? Was he actually sick? It was a lie, Batman mutters. There's nothing wrong with you. Nice of you to say, but you of all people should know, there's plenty wrong with me. Mm. We see his face is diseased, scarred, peeling. The Titan is doing a number on him. Take my blood, for example. He pulls out a vial of it. I wish somebody would. The stuff is killing me. And now there's a teeny little bit of me in you too, bats. Batman looks over to see that while he was passed out, Joker and Harley did a blood transfusion. He's now got the Titan blood inside of him as well. He's got the poison. Don't tell me it's not what you've always wanted. Look, has his computer not synthesized that antidote yet? No. Slow ass computer. Well, the computer, the, the, no, computer the computer was destroyed. destroyed. Ivy's plants destroyed, remember? So that, that's gone. Doesn't have cloud backup? No, no, no antidote, gone. Week 2010. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joker's like, don't tell me it's not what you've always wanted. Look, we're running out of time. I need... Come on, Bats, didn't you always want me and I of you? That is absolutely what the guy yes. is. Come on, yeah. Bats. Yeah. So he's like, I need your help. I nearly had a cure. It was so close and then it was taken from me. Our cold-hearted friend, Mr. Freeze, was making it. But he's gone dark on me. Arnold. Not Arnold. Help, help me, Arnold. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> not. <laughs> um, so, and then ba Batman's like, "So we both die. I'm fine with that." But it's clear, it's clear, it's clear he doesn't believe it. Um, oh, didn't I say I spent weeks shipping samples of my blood to emergency rooms all across the city? <laughs> I'm related to the Titan. Do they just coincidentally happen to be the same blood type? No idea. Like, I feel like he'd be at much more risk of just incompatible blood types than the Titan. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so Batman's like, so that's protocol 10. 
Poison Gotham. I expected more. Protocol 10? <gasps> Never heard of it. Now hold tight! And he kicks Batman out to the window. <laughs> uh, so, Remind yeah. me who originally mentioned Protocol 10? Hugo Strange is working on something called Protocol 10. We oh, don't know what that is. Joker's claimed that he has no idea what Protocol 10 is. So, side quest time. Let's talk about uh, Victor Zaz. The tally mark oh, killer. On, why is he still around? Yeah, no, yeah. Um, this is going to be really short. Uh, so Zaz's side quests are quite fun, but totally inconsequential. Um, a payphone rings, Batman answers it. Next to it is a corpse of a political prisoner that was locked in Arkham City, along with the insane inmates. There's a bunch of these guys. I will find you, Zaz, Batman growls. Oh, I bet you will. But first, a little game. Right now, somewhere in Arkham City, there is a phone ringing. I know, it's a big place, but you need to find it. Take too long, and I kill these little piggies. Ring, ring. Every time we make it to a phone, we get a little bit of backstory about who Saz was, why he does what he does, and basically, it, it, it doesn't matter. Um, effectively, you find out that he was actually a billionaire. Uh, he went to a club one night, killed someone, loved it, it was great. Now he kills, kills again. Um, doesn't matter. On to some interview tapes. These are penguins. I'm only doing this as a courtesy, Strange. Don't think you've beaten me. I just thought we could both benefit from a little talk, Mr. Cobblepot. Don't try that sunk psycho mumbo jumbo on me, Strange. I'm not like the other crazies. Of course not. After all, considering the challenges you faced. Challenges, Penguin Splutters. What challenges? You're no better than me. No one is. You were friends with the Waynes, correct? Yeah, until somebody blew their bloody brains out. <laughs> it's hysterical. That family destroyed mine. What happened to them? Well, it could have happened to nicer people. Over time, Stranger Cobblepot talked more and more, and we learn hilariously that the only reason Penguin is in Arkham City is because he owns the Gotham Museum, and Hugo Strange and Quincy Sharp built Arkham City around it. As in, <laughs> they didn't need to, they purposely bought the land around it just so they could do this to Penguin. It's all been one like, way to keep him in. So if he wanted to keep all of his stuff in the peng in the museum, he had to stay. And he's a hoarder and a kleptomaniac, so that's why. Why didn't he just move it? It's his stuff. It's my, it's my museum. You're not taking my museum from me. I'm just going to move into my museum. I feel like he's got enough money to move the entire museum. Yeah, well, apparently not. So eventually, Penguin refuses to have these therapy sessions with Strange. Unless Strange does something for him. Guns. He wants a lot of guns brought into Arkham City and given to him and his men to aid in the gang war. Hugo Strange immediately agrees. Penguin's chuffed but very confused. Like, why is he helping him? Arkham City is an experiment, Mr. Cobblepot, Strange says. A new way of thinking. We've separated you from society, so I am more than willing to study the results if you all just decide to kill each other. Mm. There we go. Part three. I will freeze the marrow in your bones. <laughs> Batman tracks Freeze to Gotham Museum, where Penguin is hiding out. He saves a handful of Gotham City police who Jim Gordon set in undercover to monitor what was going on, but Hugo Strange found out about this, told Penguin, and as a result, Penguin has locked them up and is torturing them. At least one of the cops, he's too late to save. In a makeshift gladiator pit, Penguin shoots him in the head. Using his umbrella gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Batman, you here for the cops, the Iceman, or me? I was only here for Freeze and the hostages, Batman growls. But now, I'm taking you down too. Oh, aren't you scary? <laughs> With real menace in his voice, Batman glares at him and says, You're about to find out. Mm, threaten me with a good time. <laughs> yeah. 
Penguin pops a cigar into his mouth, clicks his fingers, and one of his henchmen scurries forward to light it. Um, I guess he has a lighter guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's like his job. Listen, he says, I'm what you might call a collector. And back there, I've got an empty cabinet with your name on it. So, are you going to be a good boy and give up nicely? You're not giving orders here anymore, Cobblepot. I was hoping you'd say that. So, fighty fighty pow pow time. Penguin runs deeper into his museum. Batman fights, stealths, gadgets his way through, trying to find Mr. Freeze, who's clearly been taken capture, uh, been captured. Penguin hides away in the Iceberg Lounge and is using Freeze's freeze ray to keep us out. Uh, we also fight a shark. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I want to show you the cabinet thing Penguin was talking about. So, Penguin has turned the museum into a living zoo for Arkham City's inmates. Cabinets have members of Two-Face and Joker's gang lot behind them. Themed dioramas surround them. Bat- bats for Batman. Red and black for Harley Quinn. Clown stuff for the Joker. He's even got what seems to be an assassin who's meditating, which is weird and fun and cool. Eventually, we find Freeze in one of these cabinets. Pushing the exhibit button, Cobblepot tells us a bit about Victor Freeze. You'll note here that he's Freeze. What's the deal with his cabinet? He's, he's <laughs> oh, it's a beach. kind of tropical uh, <laughs> theme. Just for the record, Freeze in a lot of different formats, of course, in the animated series being the, the main one, is one of my favourite Batman villains. I think he's well up there for me too, and, uh, and this franchise does. does him very well. I'm not going to give anything away about what his deal is, because you don't really know his backstory, do you? I know that he is Arnold. No. So we push the exhibit button and Cobblepot tells us a little bit about him. A prize-winning cryogenic scientist, Penguin says. Pushed to the edge of sanity by a desire to help his poor dying wife. Or an old man captured by me and stuck on the grill. (laughs) Freeze is in pain. He needs his mech suit to live because he needs to constantly be in a cold state. Penguin stuck him under some heat lamps, so Batman breaks him out. Joker's cure. Where is it? He says. Freeze is gasping. He's not going to die imminently, but he's definitely in a bad way. Forget the clown. I want Cobblepot. He has my suit, my weapons. I will end him for what he's done to me. Batman's like, fine, but in order to get your freeze ray back from Penguin, you're going to need to tell me how to disable it. Batman is shockingly willing to work with villains. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, well noted. He's pushed to the brink. He's He's got a ticking time bomb inside himself now, and this is bad. This isn't Arkham Asylum taken over by the Joker. This is fascist police say, and I am dying. I mean, you know? he already made a plant once. He already made a cure once. He can probably do it again. And also, he's got that sheer Batman willpower. <laughs> yeah, he does. He'll be fine. I did forget about yeah. the sheer Batman willpower. <laughs> um, so yes, so he's like, tell me how to disable it. I need to get Penguin. How do I stop your freeze ray and shit? And Freeze's like, hell no. Do you think I'm stupid? I'm not going to tell you how to disable my tech. But Batman shuts him down. And he goes, if I can't get Penguin, I won't help you get your suit. Think about it, Victor. You don't look well. If you're gone, what will happen to Nora? Leave my wife out of this, Batman! Freeze bears his teeth. Don't let this situation fool you. We are not friends. Batman grabs a vial of the cryogenic formula keeping Freeze alive out of his chest and starts to just pour it on the floor. (laughs) This tube, he just starts to slowly pour it while he just like stares at him, waiting for him to answer. Um, Yeah, and uh, he's like, today is not a good day to push me, Victor. And Freeze's like, oh, goddammit, fine. And he tells us how to get past Penguin. Bats tosses the vial back to him, Freeze plugs it back in, and Batman heads off. And we get to the Iceberg Lounge, disabling the Freeze Ray, and Batman uh, cracks Penguin in the jaw, knocking him off a balcony like 30 feet in the air, (laughs) (laughs) into the floor below. (laughs) Uh, Batman doesn't kill. (laughs) Um, So Batman's like, you're finished, Cobblepot. And Penguin starts to beg, going, no, please, don't hurt me. 
I can't guarantee that, Batman says, the weight of the night starting to hit him. Me neither, Penguin cackles and pulls the detonator out of his pocket. Pushing it, the iceberg lounge explodes. The floor beneath Batman drops and we fall into a weird pit. Cobblepot manages to clamber to his feet on the floor above and he's like, I tried to help you, Batman. I gave you the opportunity to end this and walk away, but oh no, you had to be the big man. Well, guess what? From up here, you look pretty small. I've got a little surprise for you down there. Batman turns to see. A hulking grey creature that yes. Penguin must have locked down here. What's his name, Neil? Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. His name is Solomon Grundy and he's effectively a zombie. <laughs> Solomon Grundy, he says, stomping towards Batman. Born on a Monday, christened on Tuesday, married on Wednesday. What? Yep, yeah, this is his thing. I found him down there when I bought this place, Penguin grins. Comes in Andy. Cute boss fight with Solomon Grundy. Uh, Batman kicks his ass by ripping open his ribcage and <gasps> punching his heart. Yeah, his doesn't kill. Doesn't kill. Does not kill. I don't think Solomon Grundy can be killed, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty gruesome. He's... Is he a god? He's just a zombie. He's legitimately yeah. just a zombie. Never explained in this universe how he is alive, but we are getting into magic territory. Is he a thing from the comics? Yes. He is, yeah. Yeah. Very old. Is he character. magic in the comics? Uh, yeah, he's, he's a man that was resurrected and cursed and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Didn't know there was magic in the comics. Mm. Oh yeah, there's everything all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the same universe as Superman. That's full of magic. So, yeah, so, well, uh, I mean, he's more like Superman's one we one one of magic. his two weaknesses yeah. is magic. I would. I I feel like I'd call him close to sci-fi. Yeah, but there is also... It's comic books. It's like saying Marvel doesn't have magic in it, you know. No, they have explicitly magic. No, but they do. Zatanna is magic. I just don't think you've read enough comics. Yeah, magic is very consistent in this world uh, all the time. Not necessarily in the Arkhamverse. It's the most, like, supernatural thing we have ever seen in these games. Um, But regardless, uh, so we beat Grundy, boss wipe done, and Penguin's like, screw this for a laugh, and leaps into the pit with a rocket launcher. (laughs) (laughs) Batman beats him into the concrete. It's fine. Uh, And sometime later, Freeze arrives wearing his his big freeze suit. He blunders into the room full of rage and is like, where is Cobblepot? And when he sees him, he steps on his arm with one of his massive metal feet. Uh, Freeze picks Cobblepot up and shoves him into one of the exhibits. Ironically, he shoves him into the exhibit that Cobblepot put put aside for Bruce Wayne, which has two cardboard cutouts of two models, like... (laughs) So Cobblepot gets stuck in there. The level design is something. Some of the art choice is brilliant, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so Batman's like, great, can you give me the cure now, please? And Freeze takes him in solemnly for a second before responding. There isn't one. Creating an antidote to the disease that afflicts the clown was easy, but unfortunately, the cure degrades too quickly. It needs a restorative element, some kind of reforming enzyme. Without it, it breaks down before it can help its host. Why don't they just find more of that plant from the first game? Uh, Silver and Arkham Asylum. We're not going there. <laughs> we're, Why not? Because we're doing Arkham City now. <laughs> I feel like this would be so much easier. We had an antidote. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, Chase, yes. This is the big plot plot hole. Um, and it is, is, it is a bit annoying. Um, but yeah. Batman looks at the chemical formula on the hologram that Freeze has brought up to show him. And Batman squints and he goes, I've seen this before. Yeah, you have. You made it. <laughs> Finding the enzyme is not the only problem, Free says. It needs to be adapted, bonded to human DNA. That will take decades. Time it appears you do not have. I know of a man who's been exposed to that enzyme for centuries. His name is Ra's al Ghul. 
Liam Neeson in Batman Begins. I do I do know that. What does he mean by exposed to what enzyme? There's some special enzyme they need to get the anti- the cure working. And what? Um, and he just happens to know that Ra's al Ghul? It's like the chemical component. It'll be related to Ra's al Ghul's uh, resurrection, I suppose. There's a chemical called Dionysium that's in the Lazarus pit. Batman's seen it before. He's like, that's the same chemical component as Dionysium. I need this, basically. That's how this works. Look, it, it is very quick. It is very loose. He did say restorative elements, so restorative I suppose element. that kind of tracks. Um, I get it, right? If you're dying and you get told that your cure doesn't work, my first go-to would be the, the Lazarus Pit, right? So, yeah. What is the Lazarus Pit? You will find out. Okay. So... It's not in the movie. So Batman's like, Rish al Ghul knows where this is. And Freeze is like, bring him to me. All I need is a sample of his blood. It is your only hope. And then Batman goes, well, Rish al Ghul is dead. And then Freeze is like, well, then you and the clown are doomed. And then Batman goes, not exactly. I need to find someone who can tell me where the body is. Then I can wake him up. But then... Are we about to go grave robbing? Maybe. But then, remember that assassin from earlier who was in one of Penguin's exhibits? Uh, yeah. Uh, she breaks out of the exhibit um, like hearing the name Rachel Ghul. Very convenient. And she looks at Batman and is like, Blasphemer, you are not worthy to speak of the great Rachel Ghul. And then she runs away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yay. Uh, so, yeah, we got our thing. Goodbye. Yep. Wait, why is he dead? Did Batman kill him? Just Rachel Ghul is dead. We don't know. Who knows? Uh, actually, I'm going to tell you now. We never find out. Um, he's he's just dead. Let's talk about uh, Asriel. No, Asriel. Uh, who's Asriel? So while we're running around Arkham City, we'll keep spotting this guy, Asriel. He's dressed in an outfit resembling the Knights Templar. He's watching. No, he's not. He is. He's got a big Christian cross Christian on his cross chest, on and he's got wearing armor. armor. But he's wearing a ninja hat. Yeah, the head isn't, but the rest of it is. <laughs> Why would you mix those? What? He looks like he looks because like, he's a what, comic book character. What's his name out of Mortal Kombat? Scorpion, Sub Zero. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's quite it's quite cool initially because ninety nine percent of players won't notice him most of the times he yes. appears. You will be around the world doing a mission, and he is technically. If you look in exactly the right place and zoom in, he's up on a roof watching you. Okay. But it's quite cool. Why? But well, so you go whenever you if you do spot him, if you are lucky enough to spot him, you go up to him and he starts to spout some cryptic nonsense like, I've been watching you, Batman, to see if you are ready. Or are you the one the prophecy spoke of? The last time we find him, Batman is like, What do you want? And Azrael's like, I am Azrael, member of the Order of Saint Dumas. I bring a message. Dark days are coming, Batman. The prophecy is coming true. You are the warrior who will close the gates of hell. Events will soon occur that you cannot stop. From the ashes of Arkham, the fires will rage and Gotham will burn. You have to fight the devil. And you, you will burn too. And Batman's like, get lost. I don't believe in fairy tales, you dick. And Azrael kind of shrugs and goes, well, the message has been delivered. We will meet again. And uh, that's that. Oops. It's a tease for Arkham Knight. <laughs> That's all that oh, is. Oh, is it really? It's literally just a tease for Arkham Knight. Uh, so next. It's just like the last one where they'd already started working on that before they released it. After, no. City released, then they started working on Arkham Knight. But we there's other games between that we'll get to in a bit. So, uh, Freeze's interview tapes. Arkham Bad Prison. So... Yeah, that's the final one. Arkham Bad Prison. Uh, want to hear Freeze's interview tapes? Yes? Yes. Yes, Yay! thank you. All right, so... Strange is like, I wish to get to know you, Victor. Discover why you have such a frosty outlook on life. Fuck you. (laughs) To which Victor goes, I will freeze the marrow in your bones. (laughs) Each bone will shatter and fracture while you remain completely aware of your impending paralysis. Good, he deserves it. And Strange goes, "I, I don't think you'll do that. And Freeze is like, why? And he goes, simple. If you hurt me, your wife will die. 
Stranger Freezes interview takes... Oh, really likes to threaten his wife, don't they? Oh, yeah, but it's, it's the only thing he cares about. So back and forth, back and forth for a bit. It's always kind of doing this. Strange wants to do therapy. Freeze wants to see his wife. They talk about Freeze's origin story, but I'm not going to spoil that here because we're going to get into it properly another day in a much better way than learning about it through interviews. Um, so, Freeze's tale is incredibly tragic. He's one of the most sympathetic villains in Batman's rogues gallery, but when the sessions are over, Strange upholds his end of the bargain. He tells Freeze where his wife is. She's in the Siona steel mill, where Joker is holed up. Joker has Nora. Part 4. May the spirits be kind. So, Batman calls up Barbara Gordon, aka Oracle. And Batman's like, uh, just to let you know, I'm about to deal with some League of Assassins shit. There's somewhere in Arkham City, might need your help to track them down. And Barbara is exasperated by this. And she's like, what have they got to do with all this? Wait a minute, is this about Raish or his daughter? And Batman's like, well, the assassin I'm currently following had an insignia from Talia Al Ghul's elite guard, so... And Oracle's like, I knew it! What is it about that woman that makes her instantly the most important person in the world? And Bruce Bruce goes, Talia's not the goal, Barbara. One, oh. why is Barbara suddenly here? Two, why is there suddenly seemingly so much drama? Okay, so I feel like there's backstory I'm missing here. Barbara is always here. Just go with it. She will always just appear at some point in the game. She's always in his ear. She's okay. always on the phone. She knows he's got the blood in him. She knows he's having a bad time. It's like Alfred as well. Like, I've not really mentioned Alfred because it's just the same. They call up to go, uh, the signal leads you over here. It's on your compass. You know, that sort of shit. Mm. Um, and this is, this is yeah, she, there is clearly history here. I've not skipped that. Barbara is like Talia al Ghul, Rachel al Ghul's daughter, is, is the most important person in the world. You keep dropping everything for her whenever her name comes up. I fucking hate this woman. Is pissed off about that. She's like, don't go deal with Talia Al Ghul League of Assassins stuff. Focus on getting the cure. Um, so yeah. Um, so Barbara says, just please stay focused. Don't let her get in the way again. So Batman follows the assassin's trail across the rooftops and then wham, he's ambushed by a whole bunch of assassins. Oh no, one of them pins him to the floor with her sword and is like, you only continue to live because the great Ra's al Ghul allows it. Batman struggles and then they're interrupted by a whistle nearby. Da 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 da, Robin appears. Hey. So this is Tim Drake, the third Robin. The first guy, Dick Grayson, went on to become Nightwing. Second guy, Jason Todd, my favorite Robin. Uh, he got killed by Joker. Now we got Tim. Why are they called Robin? Because uh, it sounded good. That has nothing to do with bats. No, both have wings. And they can't be like Bat Junior. Because like they're young, sprightly bat boy. orphan boys. Bat Boy. Eh. It's just Robin was Batman, just a Batman, cool Bat name. Boy. Yeah. It is a good point. Bat Child. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so Robin kicks some ass. The assassins run away. And then he's left alone on the rooftop. I like how he has a little... A little R badge. It's a very cool design. Gotta make sure yeah. you know he's Robin. Uh, Toy Baker also voices Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Batman kind of gets himself to his feet and like, rubs his arm. And he kind of goes, I didn't need your help. And Robin goes, really? That's not how it looked from where I was standing. I had it under control. Why did Alfred send you? Robin looks at Batman like he's gone mad. And he's like, he was worried about you. Joker sticks his poison blood in you. You don't ask for help. Now Tally is back on the scene and you don't ask for help. And Batman ignores him and tosses a vial of Joker's blood over. And he goes, analyze this. Start searching hospitals and emergency rooms. Anyone with this blood in them will be dead in 24 hours. And Robin's like, got it. I'll do that. And then I'm coming back because you clearly need my help. And Batman snaps at him and he goes, I can handle it. You're needed in Gotham. And off Robin goes. So, back to the Assassin's Trail. It takes Is that literally the only time he's going to show up the entire game? Uh, yes. Uh, Why in, in the base game. add him? Because you get to play as him in the challenge maps, and it's just introducing him. And also, to be fair, it's also flagging that Batman, in his stubbornness, isn't accepting help. 
He's only accepting help from criminals. He's not accepting help from reliable family members because he's worried about them getting hurt, which arguably is his greatest flaw, particularly in this game. Uh, but we will come back to it. Uh, so he should be asking Robin for help. This is a bad choice by Batman here. So he goes underground, way underground, to somewhere called Wonder City. So what is Wonder City, I hear you ask? What is Wonder City? I do City? ask that. Thank you. It's basically the remnants of Gotham's World Fair. Oh! Back in the day, built on the foundation of some mysterious, miraculous discovery, we see an eerie green chemical shoot through tubes and piping. Robots called Wonderbots lie gathering dust. The assassins attack Bats as he works through, but it's clear they're not trying to kill him. They're just kind of testing him. They're just... You know, oh, I remember this. Through it all, our health bar starts to decrease. Like, in gameplay. Batman starts to get woozy and dizzy. Joker's blood is starting to burn. We hear Oracle shouting in his ear, and she goes, Can you hear me? Your, your vitals! They're... And then he collapses. Credits. Chase, do you know Batman's origin story? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're getting it anyway! Eyes uh, rolled back so hard there. <laughs> <laughs> So in a fugue state, uh, a door ahead of Batman opens and an angelic white light comes out. A choir sings distantly somewhere far away. Like, oh, ah. Yep. We see Wait. Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yep. I've only just thought of something. We've got magic in here that can bring people back from the dead. Yep. <clears throat> I, as I assume that... Well, uh, who's to say it's a good idea to do that, Chase? Uh, who cares? If also, he, also, if Batman. To by, 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 the by the time Bruce was old enough to be Batman, they were skeletons, I yeah, would assume. Yeah. I would assume that so is going to be Raz Al Ghul when we resurrect him. Mm, you'll find uh, out. So, um, we see Thomas and Martha Wayne, Bruce Wayne's parents who died all those years ago in Crime Alley when they were shot by a mugger, and then Bruce Wayne went on. You get the idea. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, his mum says. Step into the light, Bruce. Your father and I are waiting. We've missed you so much, Bruce. Can you hear me? Bruce! Martha's voice bleeds away, replaced by Oracle. Bruce, can you hear me? Your vitals are in freefall. Whatever you're there to find, you need to find it and fast. Batman coughs up some blood and he goes, how long have I got? And Oracle says, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. At this rate, I'd say minutes. Bruce, I need you to tell me what to do. What do I get Robin to do? You know... If you don't, I'll make it, Bruce wheezes and drops to his knees. Looking up, he sees a face that's familiar to him, but not to us. This is Talia Al Ghul, daughter of Raish Al Ghul. She walks up as Batman's getting to his feet and slaps him in the face. <laughs> Hello, Talia, Batman rumbles. How did you find us, she says. I tracked your personal guard. Talia rounds on the assassin we followed who trembles and is like, Please, mistress, he tricked me! Leave, Talia barks. I'll deal with you later. She turns to Batman. You didn't need to get yourself arrested just to see me, Bruce. After that night we spent in Metropolis, you could have just called. Why was he in Metropolis? Well, they had a, they had a date. Just another, a just yeah. another city. Got a shagging on in Metropolis. It was a good what? time. Dealing with shagging Talia. Yeah, exactly. You're dealing... You, this is the focus here. Talia, ex-girlfriend. Yeah, he likes her. Isn't that good? She's not Catwoman, so who gives a shit? Um, Talia is like... She, she does kind of... She does kind of look like Catwoman, though. Talia Al Ghul... Especially in this picture where she's got, like, little cat ears. Talia Al Ghul is one of the worst characters in Batman's canon. I, I, people are going to disagree with me on that. Put it in the comments. But I am yet to find a story that doesn't fall... It doesn't, a Talia Al Ghul story that doesn't have these sorts of beats in it. Oh, Bruce, I love you. Let's get our shag on. Do you want to lead the League of Assassins? They kill people. Oh, you don't like that? Well, let's fuck anyway. Bye-bye. That is always the plot. 
She is the mother, in the comics, she is the mother of Damien Wayne, who's currently the new Robin, who is oh. young teenage, like very young teenage boy who likes to kill people Robin. Um, and Bruce is trying oh. to like deprogram him from the League of Assassins. I think we're... Yeah. I mean, we're past yeah, that yeah. at this point, but that's kind of his There's whole also... deal. I, I didn't want to think we'd have to, I'd have to bring this up, but I feel like it would be wrong not to mention as well. Another reason to hate Talia in a lot of storylines... Mm. Um, Damien was conceived non-consensually. Yes. Um, oh! Batman was unconscious or, uh, yeah, it, it's, yeah. It, yeah. Then that did get kind of retconned to just that she just like stole, oh fuck, how has it come back? She yeah, stole his yeah. cum. Um, <laughs> I don't know That's why. not better. It's not better. It's not better. Point here it's is that bad. Batman likes Talia, all right? That's all you need to care about. He quote unquote loves her, I guess. Who knows? Um, but they definitely have history, romantic history. So she's like, you could have just called. And Batman goes, I'm not here for you. Where's Rish? If he's dead again, I need you to wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> Talia walks around him and traces her fingers over his bat suit, like all silkily. And she's like, only a true successor can stand before the great Rish al Ghul. My father always intended us to be together, to command his army. Just imagine it. You, me, a better world. Is, is Batman... Learning martial arts from Rachel Ghoul always uh, straight. No, that is purely Nolan. When okay. Batman traveled the world, he did not learn his martial arts from Rachel Ghoul. Rachel Ghoul found found him later in his career. He went oh, to Korea and learned it from a, I forget his name, but a martial artist in Korea. Also, fun fact: um, he also uh, went to like the world's the actual greatest detectives in the world and studied under them. There's also uh, technically it's now canon that he studied under Santa, um, like Sa what? Santa Claus. Um, Excuse me? He found Santa Claus and studied what? under him. That's technically in the canon. What? Yeah, it was a Christmas story. It's very fun and oh. silly. Yeah. Um, Santa Claus is real and Batman studied so under any, uh, any, Anyhow. I think that's how we learn to build things. Ba ba <laughs> Batman looks at her and says, I'd rather build a better world. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, pretty much. She she, she traces him. <laughs> Talia, Talia lifts his cowl up to kiss him. Because uh, she's like, oh, give me a kiss. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is she trying to lift his cowl? It doesn't cover his mouth. And yeah. seeing how diseased and disgusting his skin has become, she reels back. <laughs> Batman gets like all embarrassed and he pulls his cowl back. I just, I get psoriasis. It's stress related. <laughs> so Talia's like, your face, what, what happened? And Batman goes, I'm here to take my place at your side. And he has to kind of force the words out. And Talia goes, why should I trust this change of heart? You saw my face. Does it look like I have a choice? You're ready for the demon trials? Remember. No yes. You're ready for the demon trials? You must Remember, you must show you can take a life to save the world. There's a beat, and then Batman forces out his next words. I'm ready. Nothing can prepare you for what comes next. Destiny will decide your fate. I won't fail, he growls. I have heard these words a hundred times. Let us hope you are correct. At the entrance to a chamber, Talia turns to Bruce before opening the door. Are you sure about this, Bruce? Only one man has passed this ordeal, my father. And Bruce goes, are you trying to talk me out of this? And she goes, of course not. I just, I just want you to be certain. When the blood of the demon takes hold, you will be on your own. And Batman goes, like always. Very moody. Idiot. Liam roll, look at Chase rolling their eyes. Talia, Talia has the same reaction to that as Chase did and sighs exasperated. Oh, is it your own? You keep having side, bringing on sidekicks. What are you talking about? She, she steps aside. She's like, oh, may the spirits be kind then, I guess. And uh, Batman enters the chamber. In the chamber he uh, is a goblet. The blood of the demon, some mysterious chemical compound, resides inside. Batman hears the ethereal but crisp voice of Raish al Ghul. It's the same voice that welcomed us to Wonder City. 
Welcome, detective, he says. Before you lies your first demon trial. The blood of the demon has allowed me to live for 600 years. Imagine the good you could do with it. Simply drink from the chalice. Batman drinks. Good, Rish says. Feel the blood of the demon coursing through your veins, restoring your health, twisting your will. Batman's mind reels. The walls crumble, and suddenly he's standing in an apocalyptic wasteland. It's a vision of what Gotham will become if he fails tonight. A ghostly apparition appears, Ra's al Ghul. So we undertake a set of combat and traversal challenges, kick some butt, do some grappling and gliding, and make it through in one piece. Batman's health is temporarily restored by the demon blood, a chemical called Dionysium that rejuvenates and can bring people back to life. The amount Batman has drank... So why would you even need to mix that with the antidote? Why couldn't you just use that on its own? You can't have everyone going through this. Batman's the only one that's yeah. ever survived it, apart from Rachel Go. But yeah. if you're going to mix it with the antidote, then it's going to be in the antidote, so everybody will be going through it regardless. It'll be like a, a very weak strain. It's, yeah, this is pure Dionysium. It'd be like drinking pure alcohol or a beer. You know, one's going to really mess you up and one's going to cure you. Well, not cure you, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, chemical called Dionysium, Dionysium, it's all good, brings him back to life. Batman drinks it, it's all good. It has bought him some precious hours. Emerging from the trials, Talia is like, you did it, your final challenge now awaits. She leads him into another chamber and we come face to face with Ra's al Ghul in person. He stands by a pulsating gigantic machine, a green pool of Dionysium next to him, the Lazarus Pit. Ra's is old but powerful. What a perfect coincidence that this has happened to be in Arkham City. Ex yes, and not yes. Anywhere else. One million yeah. percent. Yes, yes, it is. It is a humongous coincidence. Because um, normally the Lazarus Pit is in a different country. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is under Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is the way it is. So it's clear that Ra's has used the Lazarus Pit countless times. And every time he's used it, this is why people can't just use it, he loses a little piece of himself. Physically, he's strong, but mentally, his mind is starting to fray. Detective, he says, it's time for your final challenge. Kill me. Replace me as the head of the demon. It is your destiny. But guessing what we needed from the League of Assassins, Batman decides to stop pretending. I'll never kill, he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Talia, get in here! <laughs> oh, sorry, Talia is here for this. Um, I'll never kill, not even you. Talia's rage and she's like, what, you lied to me? But Raish isn't listening. He's, he's still on his monologue and he goes, use my sword. Kill me and take it all. But Batman doesn't kill, so he's like, no. Cute boss fight with Raish al Ghul. He's like, well, fine, I'll just kill you then. One of us isn't leaving this chamber alive. But we kick his ass, he flies back. Talia goes to help him up. And then uh, Raish puts a knife to Talia's throat. Listen to me, detective, and listen well. You will kill me. You will lead the League, <laughs> you will lead the League oh, of Assassins. <laughs> because if you do not join us, I will kill the only person you have ever loved. And Robin. <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> his parents. Literally. Cat <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> Legit. If you don't join me, I will kill this woman that you had sex with one time. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Batman tosses a reverse Batarang at him. It circles behind Raish, clocks him in the back of the head, and Batman leaps in, crunching him to the floor. He pulls out a syringe, takes some of Raish's blood, and pockets it. You should have killed me, detective. Yes, Talia says. He should have. What kind of man sacrifices his own daughter? And you, she rounds on Batman. You lied to me. I thought you loved me, Bruce. I thought you were ready to join our crusade. A flash of regret crosses Batman's face. And he says, Talia, I don't. You two deserve each other. 
and she storms out of the room. So we got the blood, back to freeze to make a cure, woo! But on the way, Hugo Strange rings out over the speakers. Citizens of Arkham City, as I speak, there is a new inmate entering our facility. The more nostalgic among you will recognize him as Quincy Sharp, mayor of Gotham and failed warden of the old Arkham Asylum. Please provide him with the welcome he deserves. Why is he here? Strange has put him here. So who's the mayor of Gotham now? No one. Technically, Stark Sharp is still the mayor of Gotham. What? Hmm. But now he's been arrested and chucked into this day prison. Uh, so yeah, so Oracle calls us up and is like, I thought Sharp and Strange were working together. Why Strange put him in here? So we track down our old pal Sharp to find out for ourselves. On the roof of a building, Batman holds him over a long drop. <laughs> no! Sharp yells. He's battered and bruised no, and screaming I'm for his the life. spirit of Arkham! <laughs> yeah, legit. Yeah. And he goes, please! And Batman goes, I want to know all about Strange and how you're tied up in this. Now! Strange came to me at the asylum. He told me he had friends, powerful friends, the sort of people who can make things happen. All I had to do was turn a blind eye to his experiment and work on my campaign. He said his friends would make sure I won. So that's how he got elected. Batman flips him around and holds him by the ankle and is like, what friends? I have no idea. I never met them. They funded everything. All I had to do was set up Arkham City and put Strange in charge. It made perfect sense. The scum of Gotham needed to be punished. It would be my legacy. It seems Strange is removing anyone with evidence against him and bringing them in here. Enjoy your legacy, Mr. Mayor. Batman throws him to the side as Oracle calls us up. She's like, look... Don't worry about Strange and Sharp and whoever they're working with. You need to get that blood to Freeze. And Batman's like, I will. I just need to. No. Go back to Freeze now, Oracle says. Please, Bruce. For me? But we're going to do a quick side mission fit pit stop first. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Deadshot. Yay. Did Barbara and Bruce have a relationship? Oh, don't ask. No, they no. are. No, they shouldn't. It's only happened once. Technically they have, twice. They have something not in canon. A father-daughter relationship, oh. or, or or except once in an animated movie, which is regarded as one of the worst adaptations of a comic book ever. Yeah. Uh, and everyone agreed that it definitely shouldn't have happened. And they had sex on a rooftop in the, the Killing Joke movie. It was crap and horrible. And is was that in the Killing Joke comic? No, it There's was not in the. It was not in the comic. No. Um, and then in, well, fun fact, in the Batman Beyond um, uh, uh, comics, which is a, it's an animated show, it's about the future, Batman's retired, and he's, like, training someone up to be the new Batman in the future. Terry. Terry. Uh, Terry. Terry, Terry, Terry. Terry McGuinness. Um, in that story, you get some flashbacks and stuff, and you learn that uh, Barbara cheated on Nightwing, who really is her, like, r romantic partner in the comics, mm. with Bruce, uh, and got pregnant. Oh, it's shit. Real, it's real horrible. shit. It's always horrible. I don't know why people in keep making her do that. No. no. In the mainline continuity, no. No. Cool. No, they are good friends, father, daughter, big brother, little sister. Um, so, yeah. He stole her from Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, you'll remember Floyd Lawton from the start of the game did his little, did his little finger guns at Bruce. Pew, pew. Uh, well, it turns out he's in here by choice. He's got a set of assassinations he's doing for Hugo Strange. Batman finds a handful of corpses across the city, all of which are people who have evidence on Strange. You know, people who led the building of the walls, his accountant, stuff like that. Deadshot has killed all of them. And now he just has three targets left. Batman, Bruce Wayne, 
and Jack Ryder, Gotham's number two reporter. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, he had all three in one place at the start of the game. Oh. So we find Jack uh, huddled over a trash fire bin, warming his hands. Uh, Deadshot's ready to make the shot, and then, oh no, Batman gets Ryder to safety. Hooray. He's pissed because he never misses a shot, and now Batman's broken his record. God damn it. Uh, well, we trick him to the roof of a nearby building, knock him out, tie him up, side quest complete. Hooray. Deadshot done. I feel like we haven't heard from Catwoman recently, so here's her interview tapes. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Catwoman says, sitting opposite Hugo Strange. As I live and breathe, Professor Strange, your posters really don't do you justice. You really are far more evil looking in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Miss Kyle, what would you do if I let you go from here? Would you try to contact the Batman? Why would I contact him? I don't need his help. Or any man's, it would appear. I've been studying you. I can see. My eyes are up here, by the way. Very, very amusing. Because Strange is asexual. I don't think he has any interest in anything. Um, So he pokes and prods at Catwoman, asking her about her relationship with Batman, her relationship with her father. The whole time he's holding her partner, Holly, hostage to force Catwoman to engage in the sessions. Tell me about the Batman. Me and the brooding one get along just fine. But he's smoking for. He he must be. How else could he resist all of this? He hasn't confided in you because he doesn't trust you. And it hurts, doesn't it? Do you love him? No, Catwoman scoffs. Soon I will stand over the Batman's broken body and you may need to rethink your admiration for him. We can almost feel the small smile on Selina's face when she says, Yeah, whatever. Mm. Part 5. That's right, Worms. Keep walking. What? Ring, ring. It's Joker on the line. Yay. He calls us while we're on our way back to freeze. What are you doing, Bats? I thought we were friends. <laughs> Working together and all that. Well, where I'm lying, desperately clutching to what's left of my life, it looks like you're thinking of betraying me. It seems like in his sixth state, he's become more and more paranoid. I will point out that throughout the game, he leaves us voicemails. Uh, you, you yeah, can just, yeah, yeah. They're entirely optional. You just access them in the menu. And they're just him just like going, remember that time in the asylum where I nearly <laughs> killed you? That was good times. Like, it's just that. It's great. It's the um, kind of thing you, you leave your ex at three in the morning. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it absolutely is. Um, so we arrive... Not at, me. Don't look at me like that. I've not done that. We arrive at a GCPD lockup. I've also never done that. Um, the freeze has turned into his own personal lab. Impressive, Batman. I doubted you would actually return. I'm a man of my word, Victor. You should know that by now. Freeze takes the blood. I sexed off. <laughs> Chase explained. <laughs> For the listeners. There's just uh, a, a very booby ice lady that Victor has made. Oh, there's two of them. Two of them. There's yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, 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 Victor and his ice ladies. Yeah, Victor, you have a wife. If, yeah. I assume these are modeled after his wife, but if you are Nora and you wake up, you go, Victor, there's other people here. What are you? <laughs> yeah. Victor, I don't want people to know what that looks like. Yeah, come on. But Batman's here? Yeah. Oh, God. Nora probably doesn't even know who Batman is. No, probably not. She's probably got, yeah. Um. So anyway, so uh, Freeze takes the blood, does some science and maths and bang. We've got our shiny Titan cure. Hooray. Uh, Freeze decides that now is the time to join the long line of people who tell Batman he looks like shit, and he locks the cure in a safe. Why? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. He goes, sorry, Batman, you have given me your last order. And Bass is like, this is not a time for negotiation. But Freeze cuts them off. I think it is. The clown has my wife. 
Bring her back to me and you will get your cure. I feel like the best way to get that would be with the cure. Batman is like, I don't have time for this. Goes for the cure, but Freeze knocks him back. Q, the best boss fight in the entire series. Um, so it's a stealth boss. Very, very clever. The thing about Freeze is he can... Well, do you, do you remember this, Neil? Do you yeah. want to explain? Yeah, so you can, you can add in detail because it's probably quite broad what I remember, but... You're in, you're in the sort of lab and you've got various ways of sneaking around typically in these levels and on different layers. So underground in vents, on the different floors, up on the rafters with your wings, you can sort of dart up to them. Um, and each time you get to freeze and manage to sneak a hit on him, he can essentially disable one of the, the roots of sneaking. So whether it's like freezing your cape or... Yeah. Or, like, destroying the things you can fly up to, or, yeah. The example I have here is, um, if you just do a classic takedown, you sneak up behind him and take him down that way, he'll activate a camera on his back, so he can't do it again. If, you, if you're if you in the vents and you wait for him to walk over and you come out from the vents, he'll freeze the vents so you can't, can't go back in. So you have to keep adapting to him. It's very, very good. Um, yes, so, we knock him down, punch through his suit. And his Hope you didn't miss any of the tutorials on the game mechanics. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> legit, legit. Oh, because on hard yeah. mode, you need to do pretty much every single one of them. And there's some really creative, clever ways that you have not been taught about by now. You have to think outside the box. Um, so yeah, so, Batman starts to pummel freeze. And as he does, there's a flash as the Titan blood seeps into his mind. And for a split second, he sees Joker laughing at him, mocking him because how much he's failed tonight. He reels back for a second, but he's still defeated Freeze. Exhausted and in pain, the Iceman resorts to begging. Please, he says, find Nora, she's all I have left. Batman opens the safe to see a hole on the other side of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> look at his face, he's so done. <laughs> Batman is closing his eyes, looking down and doing the new, the like breathing through the, like a... <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely what it's doing. Uh, Harley and Joker have stolen the cure. So <laughs> while they were fighting, they're drilling in through the wall and nicking the cure. Um, Freeze is like, I'm sorry, but that was all I could manufacture. What? <laughs> well, what are you waiting for? Go and get it back. And Batman's like, What if he's already used it? Batman's like, It's not that simple. Joker will have locked down the steel mill by now. Getting in won't be easy. If Freeze is like, I feel like Joker would have just used it in the street outside. Why would he have waited? Well, Freeze is like, Well, maybe I can help with that. And he turns, opens the container, and pulls out a fun new gadget a freeze grenade. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's all good. Uh, Batman takes it and promises Victor he will find Nora. Finding Nora is a side quest. It's dead easy. It's short and sweet. He goes, he finds her. Uh, he calls up Victor on the bat phone. Freeze is like, thank you, Batman. I doubted you and I'm sorry. And Batman's like, I told you I always keep my word. And that's it. We're friends now. Yeah. But seeing as this section is so short, I'm slotting in our biggest side quest here. So let's say hello to a new friend. Oh, Riddle me this! Yay! What Batman villain relishes in using puzzles and clues? Um, me. Hush. Nope. Uh, Joker. Nope. Well, th those are true. Um, uh, uh, oh, I don't know. Who do you think? Question boy. Question boy! Question boy! No. Uh, it's obviously the clue master. Ha <laughs> <laughs> fucker. I, I also would have accepted the puzzler. <laughs> These are both real Batman villains, Chase. <laughs> They're great. So yes, we're talking about the Riddler here. Um, Batman gets a distress call from the church he saved Aaron Cash in way back at the start of the game when he knocked out Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. Going there, we see that Cash and the medical team are all missing. A projector is in their place. Oh no, the Riddler says, a video of him playing. Where have they gone? Could it be that while you're out there doing what you do, I, the Riddler, snuck in and took all those poor stupid fools? 
Where have you taken the hostages? Batman barks. Questions, questions, Dark Knight. It's not you. I'm reminded of Santa Cohen. Questions, yes, yes. Uh, questions, questions, Dark Knight. It's not you who needs answers here. It's me. You answer my riddles, and I'll tell you where they are. You answer my riddles, and they don't die. So, shall we begin? Uh, I'm telling you now, I haven't got more riddles for you. Are you okay? Yeah, okay. This is all story stuff. So, uh, the Riddler returns to make us solve riddles and... Rizzles? Rizzles in the open Rizzles. world game. <laughs> oh, the kids are loving that I'm one. I'm getting rizzled up by the Riddler. No, we're too, we're too old for that. Yeah. But he finds his little I'm question marks. I reminded when I had to explain the Kai Sinat Skibbity Toilet song to you. I didn't know. I'd only heard it and I sent a text. I sent a message to Jason. I understand this word. I think what it means. But what's the rest of it? And you broke it down really, really kindly for me. So thank you. Trying, so, to, um, trying to stay relevant. Skibbity, no, stop so it. Text, I don't I like it. Be your See, the, the thing is that this isn't particularly oh, a new thing, is it? It's just Crazy Frog. It's just Crazy Frog. Like, it's not even a particularly new... Oh, showing our age there. Yeah, like, it's just crazy. We did it. We did I get first. nervous <laughs> posting in our Discord because I don't know. I feel like I don't know how to talk. Um, I, I feel like I just message as if I'm messaging you. Um, yeah. But I love our Discord, and they're all very nice to me. So the Riddler, he's back. The Rizzler. The Rizzler is back, and uh, we find his little question marks, trophies. Um, but here's, here's the thing, he's much more present this time, he's an active threat. So for every group of puzzles we solve, he gifts us a challenge room where we need to save a member of the medical team from saw-like death traps, like the movie Saw. For example, like this one. It's a lethal cup game. The hostage gets covered um, there, and these giant cages move, and we need to figure out where they go. But if Batman uses his x-ray vision, he sees that the Riddler is cheating and swapping the hostage's location secretly. So you think you're watching the cops move, but he's actually just stuck one under the thing and you have to follow your detective vision to, tr to get him out of it. Tut tut. Yeah, Riddler's a cheer. So with every hostage shave, sh with every hostage saved... We're shaving the hostages. Ho Sean Connery over there. <laughs> uh, the more baffled, confused, and upset the Riddler becomes. Uh, to the point where, close to the end, he's like, Listen, so, uh... Look, just, just just give me a couple of days and I'll come up with a riddle so taxing you'll never solve it. Please just give me more time. You're doing this too quickly. Me at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit, legit. You, you at us last... Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so Batman doesn't give him a couple of days, though. Uh, we track his frequency to a basement where the Riddler's most diabolical contraption is already in full swing. And this is fucked. That's right, worms. Keep walking, the Riddler says, echoing over speakers. It's a maze. Aaron Cash and a handful of his colleagues are being forced to walk forever. They have collars around their neck, and if they stop, the collar goes boom. Oh. This has been a long night. By the time you get here, it's easily been about eight hours in-universe. So they've been walking for at least eight hours. You remember how to walk, right? Riddler chuckles. Cash shouts back at him as he's marching, and he goes, When I get out of here, Riddler, I'm going to hurt you for this. You hear me? Come now, Mr. Cash, Riddler says. In order to hurt me, you would have to break free of the predicament you currently find yourself in and attack me in a way that does not cause me to press this remote detonator, distributing your primitive DNA all over the walls. Well, Batman sneaks through the trap, knocks Riddler out, and uh, <laughs> attaches one of the bomb collars to him. <laughs> Sorry, and he straps to a helmet, but yeah. This cannot be happening, Riddler says. You really expect me to fall for this dark knight? I know you won't kill me. True, but you can't say the same about the others, can you? Cash waves the detonator at Riddler, and he's like, "Go on, Riddler, start walking." <laughs> I, I don't kill, but I'm, I'm I'll turn a blind eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, better. Riddler starts walking, and when he's out of earshot, Cash is like, 
you sure this thing won't work? And Batman's like, no. But there's no point in letting him know that it is there. <laughs> so it, it can't blow up, but it's just, yeah, torture him a bit. It's great. And you finally got question marks on the suit. Mm. Yay. Yes. Um, I want to really be clear on this because I don't think it's... Um, I don't want to kind of think you over it. Batman knocking Riddler out is incredibly brutal and violent. Yeah. He he crashes up from the floor, grabs Riddler, and smashes his head into the console. Like, he gets a little bit electrocuted as he's doing it. It is one of the grimmest takedowns in the game. And it's so satisfying to do as a player, because you're like, I hate this guy, and I've had to collect 200 question marks. But... I can't wait for Yakuza. I'm just going to tell you now that Riddler is going to remember this. Yeah. <laughs> this moment is going to be... He remembers this. Yeah. The Riddler also got caught up in some interviews with Hugo Strange, but these were a little bit different. The first tape picks up with Hugo Strange speaking to Mayor Quincy Sharp. Mm -hmm. And Sharp is like, it's not that I don't trust you, Hugo. It's just, it's, it's the headaches, the pain. They come all the time now. Continue to take the medication, Strange says. And Sharp cuts in blubbering, blah, 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 blah. It is late, Mr. Mayor, Strange says. You are tired. You need to sleep. And Sharp, sounding like he's almost in a trance, repeats it back. I need my sleep. You will hang up now. I will hang up now. We hear Sharp putting down the phone and Strange leaning back in his chair. And he just goes, imbecile. I couldn't have put it better myself, Riddler's voice says from somewhere unseen. I take a time talking to Mr. Edward Nigma, Strange mutters. Do you know of any other inmate in your twisted little penitentiary who could hack your communications and achieve this little chat? So Hugo Strange does not want to have therapy <laughs> sessions here <laughs> because the Riddler gets on his tits. So, but we learn the Riddler doesn't care. He calls up Hugo at the same time every night for a little one-to-one -one chat. He's therapizing Hugo. This is this is like they both got similar powers. It seems. Yes. Yeah, so he calls him just to mainly torture him and mess with him. That is all this is. He's not trying to get anything else out of this. So Riddler's like, I have known for months now about all of your dirty little secrets. How you have been providing the ex-warden with your own special medication. No doubt intended to render his synapses more malleable to your suggestions. So that's the explanation for how he's doing the Spirit of Arkham shit. Oh. Hugo Strange brainwash sharp. Okay. Oh. Yeah, right? Cool little twist. Um, and really fun, I think, that this is all... You find this out through exploring and collectibles. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. Same with the Spirit of Arkham, by the way. If we, mm -hmm. I'm not sure we highlighted that in the last one. Entirely optional thing I to find out. Mo I would say most players who go into Arkham City have no idea that you... Obviously, they know he's an, uh, like a violent... Uh, terrible man who's like brutalizing his inmates yeah. but they don't know about this serial killer alter ego side yeah, of him not at all um so yeah a lot of important stuff hidden away riddler also reveals and he says or how you have a secret panel in your closet how it slides back to reveal what you want most how you sit wearing that suit crying into your hands as you question whether you really are worthy Wait. the game never explicitly tells us what that is but we know this is a reference to something in the comics Hugo Strange has a Batman suit in his cupboard and he will put it on. What? Yes, I don't have a comic thing. I'll show you afterwards, I'm afraid. Um, but he he has it in his... his um, yeah, you just, just find it for yourself. You just type in Hugo Strange Batman suit um, and you'll see him like... Hur, 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 and looking like really happy with himself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Hugo Strange wants to be Batman. That's his whole motivation. He wants... To I Batman. mean, he looks hench. Yeah. Oh, he works out and stuff to get it. Um, so yeah, and he's like, what do you want, Mr. Nigma?" And Riddler's like, well, the same thing that you want, obviously. Batman, dead. Humiliated, but dead. Ah, forgive me, Strange says. I thought as equals. 
I now realize I was wrong. You see, like me, you are obsessed with the Batman. But unlike me, you don't know who he really is, do you? Mm. What? You don't... You... Liar! I... I... Tell me, Edward. How is the Riddler like a blank dictionary? <laughs> for the first time, the Riddler is lost for words. And strange <laughs> chuckles, and he goes, You're both at a loss for words. And it seems that is the last time the two of them spoke. Mm. So, in the end, Strange got the better of him. Part 6. Bully for you. So our next stop is a quick return to the Sionis steel mill. We need to get our cure and stop whatever Joker's planning, but as we break in, Oracle gives us a quick ring. She tells us that her dad, Jim Gordon, has been summoned to City Hall. Strange is claiming that the inmates of Arkham City have run wild. They've got their hands on guns and weaponry, and he's now requesting that Emergency Protocol 10 is activated. We still don't know what Protocol 10 is. Not even Jim Gordon knows exactly. A nuke. It's a nuke, sure. <laughs> yeah. But en enough about all that, it's boring. Uh, on to the Clown Prince. Joker crackles into life on a screen in the steel mill, and he looks healthy. He's full of pep. Good evening, troops, he says. This is General Jay with a quick update on what's going on down here in Arkham City. As you can see, I'm looking much better. <laughs> in fact, oh, I think I'm looking better than ever, don't you think? I can hear you all now. How did this happen? Can I get me some of that crazy cure? I want answers, damn it, now. Well, here's the thing. Answers don't give you everlasting satisfaction. Think about it. Imagine your favourite TV show. You've been through it all. The ups, the downs, and then bang! They tell you what it's all about. Would you be happy? Lost. Does it make sense? How come it all ended in a church? <laughs> God, I forgot that. You'd... Yeah. That must have been a little... Uh... A little subconscious memory there somewhere. A nice little lost reference. Uh, yeah, yeah, so he goes, You guys just need to know one thing. I'm back for good. Now arm yourselves. We've got a prison break to plan. And then Hugo Strange's voice sounds over the comms. Good evening. Protocol 10 will commence in 30 minutes. You all have specific orders for the situation. Follow them. So he's speaking to his guards. And finally, in the main hall of the mill, we find Joker. He's looking in a mirror, applying lipstick. His face looks scarred and diseased again. That's weird. The cure, Batman balls. Where is it? Manners cost nothing, Batman. A please wouldn't go amiss. <laughs> if you wanted to be cured so badly, you only had to ask. He turns away from the mirror. And suddenly his face isn't scarred and diseased. He looks fresh and healthy. It looks like I need to teach you some respect. There's nothing you can teach me, Joker, Batman says. And I've written heroically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. There's always something to learn. Let's start with getting your ass kicked 101. He summons a bunch of henchmen and we fight. With Joker in the dirt, he turns his head to Batman. What are you waiting for? Batman goes in to tie him up and just as he does, the roof of the steel mill collapses to both Batman and Joker's surprise. Rubble comes crashing down and pins Batman to the floor. Joker gets to his feet, brushes himself down, pulls out a knife and leers at us. Any last requests, he says. How about a joke? And then a voice. How about a trade? Talia Al Ghul steps into the light. Let him go, take me in his place. Talia, Batman wheezes, what are you doing? 
I represent the great Rachel Gould, Talia continues, head of the demon, master of the League of Assassins. Well, bully for you, Joker says, waving his knife at her. Free Batman, and we will give you the secret of immortality. Don't do it, Talia, Batman shouts. He'll be unstoppable. You mean she's telling the truth? Joker laughs. Immortal? Me? Well, after you, my dear. Talia steps toward Batman and stares at him. We'd offered this chance to you, Batman. Now follow your heart. And she taps a tracker on her chest. It activates before leading Joker away and everything goes dark as Batman passes out. So let's look at some side squares. I'm confused. Yes, hit me. What was up with the whole suddenly he was diseased again? What was that? What was that? What is going on with the joke? Is it explained? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. That's fine. Yes, it is very weird, though. Throughout the whole game, it's been like, he's fine, he's not fine, he's fine, he's not. What's going on? Uh, so, yeah. Two Jokers. Two, two Rikus. Well, there were three we spoke about her in the, yeah, in the first episode, yeah. so yeah. Well, I mean, Timmy, it wouldn't be out of comic canon to say yeah. suddenly there's a new Joker. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, so on to uh, SideQuest stuff. Let's talk about Jervis Tetch, a.k.a. The Mad Hatter. Yay! So, the Mad Hatter is a villain who uses hats to brainwash people. Um, <laughs> I love him. He's thoroughly bonkers and obsessed with finding women or young girls and convincing them that they're Alice from Lewis yeah, Carroll's story. They're, they're yeah, it's pretty messed up. Fun. He tricks Batman into opening a container and the gas knocks him out. When Batman... So, imagine we're... It's always gas weapons. Yeah. Yeah. They love their gas. Uh, when Batman wakes up, he's at a tea party. And he's surrounded by brainwashed henchmen wearing white rabbit masks. More tea, Batman, the Mad Hatter says. Where am I? W- what's going on? What a question. Shall I tell him? <laughs> he looks so confused. Maybe I should. Well, it's simple, really. I planted a teeny tiny little idea in your head. A sort of remote hypnotic suggestion. Very complicated stuff. I'm sure you wouldn't understand. You're mine now. You're mine, and there's nothing that Strange can do about it. Oh, are you not going to drink your tea? It's special tea. My special tea. So predictable. Just like Alice. Never doing what I want without ludicrous amounts of psychoactive controls. (laughs) All we need now is a finishing touch. A special new hat just for you. And uh, this is the hat. (laughs) I, that's the best Batman look. <laughs> that looks great. It's very Donnie Darko. It's very Donnie Darko. I'm really into it. So the side mission is a one and done. It's a shorty. Um, a combat gauntlet on a ticking clock that's falling through a void. It's very cool. That looks um, so good. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a dive into heart. It, like, you're yeah, kind of from above. It's this clock that's falling down. And... I was about to say, it's kind of given heartless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very Kingdom Hearts. Go and listen um, to our Kingdom Hearts episode. <laughs> it's all one big metaphor for Batman fighting Hatter's control. In the end, he breaks free, destroys Tetch's hat, which is also his mind control device, and we're done. And as we're leaving, um... As we're leaving him crying over what's left of his tea party, Hatter sobs. He's just standing on a table. Batman just like doesn't even like knock him out or lock him up. And he goes, why did you do it? I just wanted a friend. And he cries. Fuck that guy. Batman leaves him. Fucking big nonce vibes. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to give him a little bit of empathy, but fair enough. (laughs) So just like every other criminal in Arkham City, Hatter is terrified of the carnage going on in the prison. His plan was to bring Batman under control and make us his very own personal bodyguard. That was all he wanted. And luckily for us, there's also some fun interview tapes. So... 
Oh, I don't like that picture. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's such a creepy little man. Um, So Hatter sits opposite Strange. This took place in Arkham Asylum, this one. He's rhyming and singing away to himself. No time to sit, no time to chat. I'm searching for Alice and I've lost my hat. Alice isn't here yet, Jervis. Just relax and she will be here soon, Strange says. We hear Jervis mumbling and scratching and whimpering. Some time passes and Strange asks Hatter about his keen interest in the mind. I studied your papers, Jervis. You were quite brilliant. Truly an extraordinary mind. You and I are quite alike. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's all just chemicals and synapses and rabbits and where is Alice? You theorize that there is no such thing as free will, Strange continues. That you can change all that we believe makes a man with chemicals. Your formula really was quite brilliant. That's why I used it. How did you get it? Hatter asks, sounding almost betrayed. Did Alice give it to you? A wicked girl, nasty little thing. Where is she? We hear Strange pull some photographs out of a folder. Here she is, Strange says. No, Hatter says. No, and we hear more bits of paper be put down in front of him. And he goes, no, this this isn't... Who who are all of these people? They're not Alice. Where is Alice? Bring, bring Alice. Look at this first picture, Jervis. And Strange taps it and he goes, look at the hair. It is Alice, isn't it? No. No, 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 no. It can't be Alice. Alice has nice yellow hair and... <laughs> is it covered in blood? How many Alices have you killed, Jervis? I can't remember. It's one of my favorites. That I really like that. Like it, 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 it. You start with the silly Hatter thing, and then I just that I can't remember. Like that moment of clarity is yeah. so good. Again, some of the villain writing for this is so good. You can feel Paul Dini in this. Like every beat, you can tell this is the guy that did the animated series. So anyway, uh, part seven. I think I chipped a nail back there. So what's Catwoman been up to all this time? Well, she's been chilling with her BFF Ivy, of course. Ivy agrees to help her break into Strange's vault because there's one plant left from the collection she asked Selina to water, and it's in there. <laughs> Don't know why. Don't worry about it. Has, has she just been going around with Ivy this whole time watering the plants that she forgot to? Uh, pretty much. Uh, like she's, she, yeah, so and she... Strange has the only strain of a plant locked away. Not the only strain. This is a plant in a plant pot from Ivy's. We learn right. in Arkham City, Ivy had a, like, a, a got a flower shop and it was that so we're shop. supposed to assume that strange just knew the psychology of ivy so well that he knew that would be leverage i guess so fair enough no to be honest i think it's the... wait so did he break in to the flat like before catwoman was supposed to go in and water everything and, and took her plant yeah, yeah i guess so enough. but just one <laughs> just oh, just the one <laughs> so ivy summons her vines breaks open the door and in the chaos selena sneaks in uh, it's a standard three car protocol sounds very complicated but catwoman doesn't think it's a big deal so in she goes she uh, she picks up the plant in this, inside the vault. She picks up the plant that Ivy wanted, looks at it, and is like, try and tie me up with your plants like hell, and smashes the plant on the floor. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She just drops it. You can still save that plant, Ivy. It's just it's smashed a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, she grabs her loot and starts to saunter out when she hears Hugo Strange speaking to his men. Batman is down! Repeat, Batman is down! Good, Strange says. Wait until Protocol 10 has completed and sent a squad out to retrieve the body. And then Catwoman sees him on the monitors. Mm. Batman lying crushed under the rubble of the steel mill. Catwoman looks at the door that could lead out of Arkham City and then back at the monitor where Batman lies unconscious in the rubble, likely minutes from death. Since when did you grow a conscience, she mutters to herself. Don't die, Batman. I'm coming to save you. 
It's worth knowing that this is a player choice. Yeah, I was going to say, don't skip over that. <laughs> this is, Chase, a player choice where Catwoman can follow the story and go and um, save Batman or can choose to walk away forever. And what happens, Monty, if you choose to walk away forever? Um, game over screen. And, and <laughs> immediately. Immediately. And all you get for this is Oracle, like, trying to call in Batman and just be, and you hear explosions and gunfire behind you. Like, Batman, where are you? Gotham is destroyed. <laughs> so the canon It's the is weirdest the choice. Yeah. It's the only choice in all of these games yeah. like this. It's really strange. It's so stupid. Uh, so yeah, so the canon choice is she goes to help Batman. She does a selfless act for the man that she loves and should be married to, but annoyingly isn't. Um, and she arrives just in time to lift the rubble off of Bats. I figured you could use my help, she says. You're right. Batman grins a little bit as he's like dusting himself down and he goes, I think I chipped a nail back there. And she like smirks at him. She goes, you stick with the brooding. I'll handle the wisecracks. And Bats leaves the steel mill and looks over Arkham City where we see clearly what exactly Protocol 10 is. It's a purge. Choppers fly over the city, raining down fire from above. Missiles, rockets, machine guns, fire. We hear criminals stupid enough to fight the militia die in agony. The rest are holed up underground, terrified. Batman calls Oracle and Alfred. Oracle, you shut this place down. Deactivate their communications. Joker's taking Talia. I'm going after them. No, you can't, Oracle says. Hundreds will be killed. I need your help to stop the attack. You could have put it anybody else, but not Vitalia. Anybody else. Legit. And, and Batman cuts back and he goes, no, he's going to kill Talia. And then Alfred cuts in gravely. Again, I've kind of messed this up because Alfred is constantly in our ear the whole game. But this is the only time he really pops up and is plot relevant. Uh, and he goes, you need to think this through. Batman can't let all these people die. I realize it's difficult, sir, but you need to decide if one life was worth sacrificing to save a thousand. Batman must save Gotham. I'm sorry, but deep down, you know I'm right. So that's that's it, Batman. So is is, is he fine from the venom? Uh, he's still unwell. Um, but he's all right. The, remember, the, the Dionysium in his blood is, is bought him some hours. These are the hours that has bought him all of this. Okay. So, yeah. No, he, is, he still has a ticking clock. He, he doesn't seem concerned about that anymore. That was, like, our driving force for the majority of this game, and now yeah. it just seems like... No, because he's a hero, and people are dying now, so he's going to go save the day. Are you familiar at all? With well, what, wait, hold on, hold on, very quickly. What would you rather he do? Ugh, fuck this, guys. I'm, I'm dying. It's been a shit night. Yes! <laughs> I'm, I'm coming home. <laughs> no, I think he should be going after the Joker to get the antidote. Well, you know, he's, is, this is, that's what he wants to do, is, but they talk him out of it. He's going to go after Strange instead. It is a shit No, he didn't want to go after him to get the antidote. He wanted to go after him to get Talia. True, yes. Who is not the antidote. Not argue with you. <laughs> I agree. But yeah, th but this is the moment where like he is so desperate that he is almost going to sacrifice all of these people just to go and save this one woman. Again, bear in mind what Oracle said. Why is it whenever she comes up, she's immediately the most important person in the world? She's shit. She makes char Batman's character shit. She's the fucking worst. Um, sorry, what were you going to say, Neil? I was going <laughs> to say, how familiar are you with Alfred and Alfred's backstory? Mm. I don't know Alfred's backstory. So Alfred was essentially James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> what? He was, like, he was like the most yeah. badass spy who ever lived before he was the butler for the Waynes. Yeah. yeah. What? There's a TV show called Pennyworth. <laughs> yeah. And to get, people, to get people to watch it, the, the, the subtitle is the, was The Tale of Batman's Butler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, but yeah. So let's go take down Hugo Strange, eh? <laughs> 
Huh. So we work up strangers. So why isn't Alfred helping? Because he's a hundred years old. old. Yeah, he's, yeah. An old man. <laughs> he's very old in this. He's very, very old. You'll Useless. see him. You'll see him next game. You see Alfred on screen next game. Useless. So uh, as we work up Strangers Tower, he monologues away at us and he's like, "Aha! Protocol Ten is a success. Soon we shall purge Gotham of this filth. Poor Batman, all of your sacrifice and still you will fail to save them. It's beautiful. Within the hour, every single piece of criminal scum will burn, and then I will turn my attention to your allies." I will march to Wayne Manor. I will drag your faithful butler through the streets of Gotham and make them tell the world how you failed. And after that, I will take my rightful place at my master's side. We will rule over this world. But at long last, we make it to the top of Wonder Tower. We break into Strange's office. Even at the end, Strange is a smug, cold sheet of a man. You have not won. You cannot win. I, Hugo Strange, are your successor. I have saved Gotham. Batman punches him in the gut and kicks him across the room. He activates an EMP that short-circuits all of Strange's weaponry. Protocol 10 has been stopped. But we're not done. Bats slams Strange into a console, pushes him over wait, to the wait, window. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Bill, that was such a great moment. What is it? I'm sorry. He does an EMP to stop the weapons. Stop the mechanical time. weapons... No. Like guns that use gunpowder and springs. Nah, they're, they're electric weapons. Everything's electrical? Shuts, yeah, shuts them down. Stops it. Protocol that, 10 saved. Done. They're going to stop martial weapons? Pro, they, Protocol the 10 The soldiers done. are just going to go through with some, you know, blunt objects and start beating the... Well, it's, it's things like the, the real weaponry here is like the choppers and stuff. That, like, just fucks the choppers. The choppers are the big problem, really. That's as you... You, you, you have to take them down as you're going and stuff. The choppers are the big issue. Cool. That's not stopping Protocol 10, though. Minimum what he's done is he's given the criminals a fighting chance. They were losing against the choppers. They can fight the militia. Sure. So, yeah. So, he stops Protocol But 10. he has killed 25 helicopter pilots. <laughs> no. No. He killed... He killed the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, he, he killed the computers. He didn't do yeah. The helicopters killed him. Yes, yeah, sorry, Monty. You were building up so well. Build up again. Protocol 10 has been stopped. God damn it! <laughs> well, well, There's a beeping, everybody. Well, nice. So, Batman, we're building up to it. Protocol 10 has stopped. He beats the shout of Strange, and he grabs him, smashes him into a console, and pushes him up to a window, cracking Strange's skull into the glass. Look at what you've done! He barks. Strange, forced to look out over the smoke and fire and death of the outside, relishes in the violence. It's glorious, isn't it? And soon I will command forces beyond your comprehension. What are you going to do with them? I've achieved what you could never do. Gotham will thank Hugo Stra- A sword bursts out of Strange's chest. What? He collapses to the floor, dead. Standing behind him. Any guesses? Who do you think this might be? I mean, I, I know. I is, it, is it the Crusader guy? It's Ra's al Ghul. Oh, What? Your part in this is over, Professor Strange, he mutters. You said I could replace you, Strange gasps in his dying moments. This was our vision. Oh. And you, he says, the this is Rachel Ghoul, the master, the man that funded all of this. It's been the League of Assassins all along. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty much my reaction too. I'm sick of the League of Assassins. Um, so, sorry, no offense to any fucking League of Assassins lovers. Or uh, any of the members of the League of Assassins listening. Uh, yes. Like and subscribe, yo. Yeah, please don't come and find where I live. Uh, so, um, yeah, so he's like, this was our vision. And Rache is like, and you failed to see it through. I gave you this chance to prove your worth. Limitless resources. You came close, but you have failed me. He's going to die, Rache. He needs medical attention, Batman shouts. I don't give second chances. 
This is a good day, detective. People are dying, yes, but the world will not miss them. Look at my work. I suppose this is the ultimate assassination. Mm. Uh, yeah. You may have defeated Strange, but this is just the beginning. Come, together we will wipe this world clean and lead the League of Assassins into a new dawn. Computer! Strange coughs in his last gasp. Activate protocol 11. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! Passcode Wayne. Raish squints at him. What are you doing? We see a countdown launch. Five, four, three. Batman throws himself at Raish and the two burst out of the window free falling, plummeting to the hard concrete below. The entire tower explodes behind them. Bats catches Raish, but Raish in his madness takes his sword and stabs it through himself trying to take Batman with him. Bats kicks off and Raish tumbles to his death. Okay. Impaled on the spiked gate below. As far as I'm aware, he'll be back in an hour. <laughs> I will tell you right now that yes, in the end game, if you come back here, you find that his body has been taken. His body is not there anymore. Presumably by the League of Assassins, taking him back to the Lazarus Pit. You know. Hugo Strange has been stopped. Arkham City is hours from being shut down. All that remains is the clown. One last side quest and one last set of interview tapes before we do it. Let's talk about Hush. Mm. Oh, I love Hush. Across the city, Batman finds strange corpses with bandages on their face. When Bats investigates them, he sees that parts of their faces have been cut off. Odd. So he follows the trail of corpses until eventually he finds what looks like a surgery practice. Inside are medical charts, x-rays, bandages, saws, oh. and then we hear a recording. This is the journal of Dr. Thomas Elliot, the recording says. My work is complete. He will suffer for what he did to me. As I look in the mirror, I understand how Leonardo felt when he finished the Mona Lisa. My work has taken too long, but it's time for my masterpiece to be unveiled. My new face is ready. A shutter drops behind Batman and he turns, looking through it. I take it you're here to stop me? A bandaged man says, unraveling the bandages. As Batman takes in what he's looking at, he steps back in shock and is like, But... You look like Bruce Wayne, the man, Thomas Elliot, a.k.a. Hush, says. His face has been pieced together from the various corpses we found. It took time, of course, to find the perfect donors. Fun fact, uh, Hush also voiced by Kevin Conroy, Batman. So he voices both characters, uh, which makes sense. But he plays him really... It's, it's, it's frustrating that you only get this one short scene with yeah. Hush, but he has this really nice deranged edge to his voice. Um, I didn't know that was Kevin Conroy. That's really cool. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah, he completely changed. And I love the comic dimension. accurate. Uh, uh, I know it's not doesn't seem like much of a costume, but it is straight out of the comic, which was a you know not yeah. a, a it was a fairly recent comic by the timeline of mm. well, it's, it's a kind of twenty certainly a two thousands comic. Was was he like a new villain at that point? New, yeah, villain. Was a fairly new villain. The whole story around Hush is, and this is kind of why it's like it does feel a bit like shoved in here. Yeah. Um, the story of Hush is a fantastic mystery where, and, and even me t telling you this is actually not the answer to the mystery, lovely enough, uh, which is why people can still go away and read Hush and get a lot out of it. But the mystery of like, what's going on? Who's cutting off the faces? What's the plan? What's the deal? So Thomas Elliot has cut off a bunch of faces to turn, make himself look like Bruce Wayne. And he goes, it took time, of course, to find the perfect donors. Why? Batman asks. Would you believe good old fashioned revenge? Hush grins. To be honest, I don't care if you do. Wayne will suffer, and you will not stop me. I can see you have your hands full with Arkham City, but it's time for me to leave. Pray we do not meet again. Next time, I won't be in such a generous mood. Uh, and he leaves. Bye-bye, Hush. Okay. That's it. That's the end of that quest. It's all right. Uh, Bats gives Oracle a quick call. Just, just there to plug the comic? 
Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, he's, yeah, he leaves. Uh, so Oracle gives us a quick call. Be bear in mind, it's just one shutter separating them. Um, the shutter leaves like a second after you hear the door shut behind him. Um, and Oracle calls us and she's like, uh, what's going on? And he's like, prepare a new file on Thomas Elliot. And Oracle's like, Elliot, the famous surgeon? Weren't the two of you childhood friends? Are you going after him? And even though Thomas Elliot is maybe five minutes ahead of us, Bass is like, eh, he's left Arkham City. I'll hunt him down tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, and, and he's going to wait a long time to hunt him down. <laughs> Does he show up in the rest of the games? He shows up in Arkham Knight, which takes place about a year later. <laughs> so, yeah. That's um, a job for tomorrow, Bruce. Friday Bruce can deal with that. Yeah, the Friday Bruce. So, yeah. Um, our last interview tape, The Joker. So classic, Joker sits in a room opposite oh, yeah. Hugo Strange. Yeah, he does not look healthy in this picture. Good evening, Strange says. I am Professor Hugo Strange. And you are... Two-Face! Catwoman! <laughs> Batman! I'm not here to play games. I'm actually aware of your condition. I can make your last days more comfortable if you let me study you. I wish to know why you are the way you are. Oh, I don't have long, Doc, Joker wheezes. What are you offering? <laughs> so across the interview tapes, Hugo Strange sends various doctors in to look at Joker and try to find a way to cure him. Joker kills every single one. And in return for the doctors, Joker tells Strange his origin story. He was a washed up comedian. No, wait, uh, he was three days from the bank for closing on his home. No, that's not right either. Uh, the chemical plant he worked at was about to lay him off. Are these, are these all various Joker rack stories? Maybe his pregnant wife died? Maybe it's none of these. Maybe it's all of them. Joker's origin story, just like in the comics, is a mess. It's full of inconsistencies and lies, but there are some things we know for certain about Arkham's Joker. One night, he was tasked with letting some mobsters into the Ace Chemical Plant for a robbery. They even gave him an outfit. A red cloak and a tall red dome. The Red Hood. It was the Red Hood Gang was what they were called. It's very silly. You will see a picture of this later. As Joker tells it, Batman broke in to stop the mobsters and he hit Joker so hard that he fell into a vat of acid. When he emerged, something had snapped inside of him. He had green hair, white skin, and the rest of history. A wise man once told me, Joker cackles, if you're going to have an origin story, you're better off making it multiple choice. That's out of the killing joke, isn't it? Out of the it? killing joke, yeah. Uh, yeah, direct reference there. So, part eight. It's not even breakfast. Joker has taken Talia al Ghul hostage at the Monarch Theatre, the cinema that Bruce went to with his parents the night they died. Oh, of course. Um, Chase, do you know the origin story about that? I'm not familiar. Uh, okay, well, well, I'll tell you about it off camera. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, I, I appreciate that. Um, a fun fact, actually. Uh, his Uncle movie... Ben. Was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, sincere fun fact. Um, I don't know if you know this fact. Um, the movie they go to see the night that they died is Zorro. And that's part of the inspiration for him becoming like a vigilante and stuff. Batman like, was loosely based on, on Zorro, like, mm. you know, rich man with a cave and a, and a black outfit yeah. helping helping the poor. Huh. Unless it's Nolan's one where it's the opera and there's some people dressed as bats on stage or whatever. Um, yeah. But Zorro's the, the, the canon kind of description. So Joker invites us to the theatre. He's expecting us and he's like, listen, Batman, I'm putting on a little show for you. It's going to be a doozy, <laughs> a real red carpet affair. So off we go. When we arrive, Joker has a gun to Tally's head and he's looking very, very healthy. Seeing Tally in danger, Batman's like, whoa, 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 let's just talk. And Joker's like, oh, now you want to talk? <laughs> Too late. Now. And he points the gun at Batman. He says, give me my cure. And Batman squints. He's like, no, you've already got the cure. And that's when Talia makes her move. She dashes out from under Joker, grabs her sword and stabs him through the chest with it. Nice. 
Joker falls to the floor, dead. For real this time. For real this time. Doesn't show up in any other games. Not going to toss him a Lazarus pit. Problem solved, Talia says. You didn't need to. Why? You would never do it. You left me no choice. Very good point from Talia, to be fair. There's always a choice, Batman says. Talia pulls out the cure and hands it to Bruce. I had to save you. Harley Quinn stole it for him. I took it back. It's over. Why did he think that Batman had it if Harley had it? Batman kneels down and inspects Joker's body, and like a flash, the entire plot comes together for him. We hear, very much Bioshock this, we, like, the flashes. We hear the Joker's men, Harley, Joker himself, their voices echo over each other. The Joker wants you to think he's sick and then wham, that's how he gets you. Mr. J's not feeling himself right now. Well, he was earlier, but that's not what I meant. You fell for the old fake Joker gag, Batman. Batman's eyes widen. He looks at Talia. Look out, he barks, but he's too late. A gunshot rings out. A bullet flies through Talia's heart. She collapses to the ground. I'm sorry, beloved, she gasps. I didn't know. And Talia dies. Definitely dead. Bye. I will point out from now on the characters who are actually dead. Hugo Strange, definitely dead. Talia, definitely dead. Rachel Ghoul, not definitely dead. No, duh. <laughs> Throw him in the pit. Uh, somewhere in the balcony above, we hear Joker laughing. Encore! <laughs> Mar- Bravo! <laughs> and he's bad. He's in a really bad way. And Batman's like, it was never you. Not always, <laughs> Joker says. Well, sometimes. Confusing, isn't it? I'm sure I'd want to know what the hell is going on if I were you. Let's just say, in times like these, it's <laughs> important to keep up appearances. But first, if you would be so kind. And he cocks the gun again. And he goes, hand over my cure. Batman reaches for it. But as he does, the fake Joker, the one that Talia just stabbed, starts to bubble. His clothes, his skin, his body morphs into clay. Ow. Ladies and gentlemen, real Joker says, for one night only, standing in for yours truly and doing a damn fine job of it, I give you... Any guesses? Who is this? The sex doll fucker! Clayface! Yes. One of of, uh, Neil's favorites. Yes. Joker has hired Clayface to pretend to be him so he looks healthy because he doesn't want to let on in the gang war that he is sick. Remember, he's at war with with Penguin and Two-Face. He doesn't want to let on that he's weak. So that's all this has been tonight. Fun fact for you, um, just to bring your attention back to this moment. um, This scene where he was in the mirror applying lipstick and he looked healthy and then he turned... Disease and then he looked turned away and he was. uh, No mirror. uh, He and Clayface were just next to each other. <laughs> it's like the same shot you see from earlier, but it li- but it like changes perspective so yeah. you can see that there's Very two. clever. Um, but yes, so uh, standing up for you is truly Clayface. Batman is like, you weren't even supposed to be here tonight, Carlo. Why sign up with Joker? Easy, Clayface says. The role of a lifetime. This is why I love him. He just wants to be a performer. Yes, I love him. It's, it's like him and Harley, the Harley Quinn TV show when he's like doing Shakespeare monologues and yeah. stuff. He's so good. He just likes to act. Um, so he slams his fist down and Batman dodges it. Cue boss fight. Bats uses the freeze grenades that he got from Victor to freeze Clayface, shattering off parts of them with every punch. Eventually, the fight takes us into the basement of the Monarch Theatre where we see... A goddamn Lazarus pit. <laughs> what? Yeah. How? I think the Wait, re- is the Lazarus pit not magic? Is it science now? It was always science. It's the chemical Dionysium. 
I thought it was magic. No, it's a scientific, incredible chemical that brings people back to life. Probably, the people probably thought it was magic yeah. a long time ago. There's a goddamn Lazarus pit underneath the Monarch Theatre. it's very convenient that there are two Lazarus pits yes. in Arkham City. Well, presumably Joker has built this one, right? Well, I, th I don't know, because this looks like the room where you fight Ra's al Ghul. So I think the reading is supposed to be that earlier when Batman was fighting Ra's al Ghul, he was actually fighting him underneath the Monarch Theatre. I, I think it's supposed to be the reading. It would take far too long to get this equipment here. Batman picks up Talia Al Ghul's sword and he uses it to slice away at Clayface until he's just a puddle on the floor. Um, his body trembling. So Clayface dead? Question mark. He's made of clay. It's probably fine. Um, <laughs> get some water. Stick him back together. Um, his body trembling. Batman feels the Titan blood start to shut down his heart at last. With only one antidote, he swigs half of it. I don't think that's how that works, Batman. It should be enough to keep him ticking along until he can figure out a more permanent solution. For fuck's sake, just finish it! Joker leaps on top of the Lazarus machine and is like, Get out of my way, Bats! I've got a date with immortality! <laughs> he prepares himself to dive into it, but Batman tosses the sword through the air. It hits a switchboard, sparks and electricity fly, and the machine comes crashing down. Joker hits the ground. Wait, so no more Lazarus pit? No more Lazarus Pit. Gone. So is, is, is Raz okay? Did they already bring him back? Yeah. Uh, they've probably got some Dionysium in a vat somewhere. It's, who cares? Um, Joker hits the ground. He's still alive, but he's battered and bruised. This is an awesome ending. Yeah. It's just, you're right to point out the plot holes, Chase. They just don't matter I right will now. Say, it's a much better Joker ending than last game's. Joker hits the ground. He's still alive, but he's battered and bruised. And he is, the, the Titan is also doing a number on him. Well, he says... What are you waiting for? I killed your girlfriend, poisoned Gotham in hell. <laughs> it's not even breakfast. But so what? We all know you'll save me. Batman looks at the cure in his hand. The whole night crashing down on him in waves. Every death, every cock-up, every manipulation. Every decision you've ever made ends with death and misery. People die. I stop you. You break out and do it again. Joker laughs and wheezes. <laughs> Think of it as a running gag, he shrieks, reaching out and stabbing Batman in the arm with a knife. Flinching, Batman drops the cure. It shatters to the ground. No, Joker screams, legitimately panicking. Not funny anymore. And he starts to like try to lick it up lick off of the floor. Up, yeah, Legit. Lick it up. Yeah, he like he as in like bits of glass are going in his mouth and stuff, Ooh. cutting his tongue. It's horrible. This is this is a, a dying man's panicked last gasp. Um, doing his absolute best to try and save himself. Even in his desperation, though, he knows that he's lost the fight. Are you happy now? He coughs. Do you want to know something funny? Batman says, looking at how pathetic and pitiful his mortal enemy is like this. Even after everything you've done, I still would have saved you. Joker laughs and falls back. That... <laughs> that actually is pretty funny! He laughs and he laughs until the air leaves his lungs. And then finally, he lies still, with a smile still on his face. The clown prince of crime dies. For real this time. Ooh! Yeah. This blew people away when the game released. You don't kill the Joker. It's the eternal battle. You don't kill the Joker. And their second game, they kill, like, they're the reason people play these? Mm. Dead. Yeah. What do you think? It was a good way to kill him, to be fair. I'm telling you right now, he doesn't come back. I'm not, Neil, we're not fucking with you. The Joker is dead. I will say, that very well might make me dislike the next two games. 
considerably more. But, um, I mean, to be fair, as far as ways for him to go out and go, it's pretty good. It's exactly how he wanted to go. Remember I told you about in the comics? Yeah. He wanted it to be with Batman. He wanted Batman in pain because he stabbed him. He, he wanted Gotham on fire. Arkham City is on fire. A bit of Gotham's on fire. He literally described the way he wanted to die. He would not have wanted a better way to go. Outside the Monarch Theatre, inmates chant and wait for their boss to emerge victorious. Harley's there. Catwoman's there. They're all waiting to find out who will emerge from this final climactic battle. Nobody's expecting this. Just like that Cain and Abel painting at the start of the game, Batman carries Joker's limp body out of the theatre. Harley screams, falls to her knees, and sobs. Nobody approaches Batman as he carries the Joker to the Arkham City entrance, and he doesn't speak. He emerges to a squadron of cop cars. Commissioner Gordon, the cops, they can't believe what they're looking at. Everybody freezes as Batman lays Joker on the hood of Gordon's car. Batman, Jim Gordon says. What the hell happened in there? But Batman says nothing. He doesn't know what to say. He passes into the night without a word, and the credits roll. Mm. Nice. It's a good ending. It's a, good it's a really good ending. That's good. It, We're not done because there's DLC, but it, this is the end of the game. It's really, um, I think there's something quite, you know, obviously you can disagree, as I think I do, with the, like, constantly saving Joker when, you know, yeah. you know what he's going to do, but there's that little thing of he only drank half the antidote because he was saving the other half for the Joker. Yep. Yeah. I, what's up with him now? Is he still going to die? Is Titan going to still be a thing next game? Uh, what I will say is it's not a plot hole and it is answered. Fine. But it's not like the Titan is still a thing in the sense like it's going to turn him into a monster. Err. It's just there is poison going on. Uh, and it is answered. Uh, in a very sat- well, satisfying is a question. Uh, in, a, in, a, in a narratively satisfying way, in a sense, it's like, yeah, the plot has progressed in a way in a, in a way that I imagine it goes. Part nine, Harley Quinn's revenge. See, I feel like Harley is going to be the thing that saves the next couple games for me. So Harley Quinn's revenge was a DLC episode released six months after Arkham City Kit came out. It's very short, very sweet. So even though we've just covered the end of Arkham City, and this is really just a brief epilogue, it's too short to really give its own episode, so I'm just going to walk you through it here. Okay. Tim Drake, aka Robin, stands on a rooftop in what's left of Arkham City, surveying the Sionis Steel Mill. It's changed a little since we last saw it. It's been redesigned in Harley Quinn's image. Following Joker's death, she's become the clown princess of crime, leading Joker's goons in various crimes and essentially throwing one massive tantrum since her pudding died. They held a bunch of cops hostage, Batman went in to rescue them two days ago, and he hasn't come out. Any news, Barb? Robin asks Oracle. No, she says in his ear. I'm worried, Tim. I'll find him. He's not been the same since... He won't even talk about Talia or Joker. We'll help him once we find him. It's all we can do. So clearly Batman's in mourning for both Talia and Joker. Um, this has clearly done a bit of a number on him. So it's Operation Find Batman. The inside of the steel mill has graffiti oh. up in Harley's scroll. H loves Mr. J, stuff like that. It seems that Harley has taken the Wonderbots from Wonder City and dressed them up in Joker's clothes. Televisions sit on their heads with voice recordings of Joker saying stuff like, you left me to die, <laughs> over and over again. The goons are terrified of Harley because how erratically she's been behaving since Joker's death. But it's clear they don't necessarily respect her. They see through the rage and terror. They can tell she's just a grieving widower with no real plan. Um, in fact, there's a, I don't have it written here, but there's a really lovely fun bit where one of the goons tries to hit on her. 
God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's you know, he's like, I don't know, like tinkering with a gun or something, and she's speaking to him over the tannoy, and he's like, you know, uh, Mrs. Q, now the joke is gone, I was thinking maybe you wanna you wanna get a drink or something. And she's like, Are you hitting on me? My beloved Putin dies, and you're hitting up just do your job. Like it's so good. It seems like a poor career and life decision for that. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so all that. Robin kicks some ass, uh, does some stealth, makes it to the centre of the mill where he finds Batman's utility belt. Oh no, what does it mean? Well, flashback time. Batman's mission to rescue the cops was going pretty smoothly, but through his interactions with the criminals and goons, we can pick up that Harley's not the only one who's grieving. We can interrogate thugs in this DLC just like any other time, but when he does, he's a little rawer in how he does it, quicker to violence, more visceral with his threats. He's angrier now. While he explores... He finds a cot, and inside the cot is a positive pregnancy test. But it's when he rescues... The, so, very quick thing on this. This doesn't go anywhere. I'm going to tell you this now. Um, this, this is clearly an idea I think they had during Arkham City, and then they dropped this idea, which means that fans think that there's very high likelihood that between games, Harley probably lost the baby. Um, because the final credits of this, you hear Harley like singing a lullaby and stuff, almost to like maybe a, an unborn child. It's really grim. Um, yeah. I would like to put, uh, point out on a slightly lighter note the um, the brand of the pregnancy test test is fruitful endeavor, which uh, <laughs> just wonderful. Yeah. But yeah. So, but it's when he rescues the first cop that things go wrong for Batman. Um, Harley Quinn ambushes him. She's dyed her hair black, wearing a funeral veil, black lipstick, a black belt. She doesn't mess around. Um, what do you think of this look compared to her Arkham City look? Ah, oh, it's great. Isn't it great? I really like it. Yeah, I really like goth, it. Goth queen. Goth queen, absolutely. Um, I'm always here for a goth. So she she walks in as Batman's like helping the guard up and she just immediately opens fire on him. She's not she's not playing, no games, no tricks. Batman takes two bullets to the chest, not enough to kill him, but enough to knock him out. Does it hurt, Batbrain? Too bad, she snarls. Back to Robin, back to present day. He follows Batman's trail deeper into the mill and finds him. He's locked in a steel orb held by a massive oh. statue of the Joker. What? He's meditating so he can calm his breathing and, you know, so he doesn't run out of air, but the way it's framed makes him look really depressed. <laughs> like, we see from a dial that once the air in the orb runs out, presumably a, a bomb will go off. Robin figures out that he needs Harley's remote to get Bats out of there, so in the next room, we cue a boss fight with Harley. Mr. J wouldn't like it if you failed me, would he? She says to her men, like they're, it's a stealth arena and she's marching around. No, he wouldn't. He'd be very upset. He'd probably kill you all. Probably break your legs or make you eat a grenade. Uh, uh he'd probably do something much better. He was Mr. J, right? He always knew what to do. And I'm just here, alone. Well, Robin takes them out and grabs Harley. The key, he yells. You'll never find it, dumbass. Really? He plucks it from her boobs and ties her up. Oh, God, come on, <laughs> writers, for God's sake. So, back to Batman. Uh, we use the remote to free him. Hooray! Uh, even though Bats could just open the door, he decides to kick it open and paces down the stairs. And he's like, what kept you? And Robin's like, ever heard a thank you? What happened to the cops? Batman asks instead. And then Harley's voice comes out of the speaker. His superhero undies are so much more defined in the steel suit. No, and you don't, that's not it. That, I don't think that's it. It's the same outfit. He's missing the utility belt and he looks weirdly naked. I think that's what it is. <laughs> that is it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Um, so yeah, so Batman asks what happened to the cops. Uh, Harley's voice comes out of the speakers. I'm guessing Robin didn't tie her up very well. Um, and she's like, you don't need to worry about them, Batbrain. They'll be dead soon. Oh, and so will you. A distant beeping tells the bird and the bat that bombs are armed and about to go off. So they split up. Robin saves the remaining cops. Batman deactivates the bombs. All of his hard work finally culminates with Harley announcing that, of course, she wasn't just going to let the bombs get deactivated. She's got them linked up to a detonator. In the Joker statue chamber, she waits for us. Here we go, she says. Just you, me, and a detonator that'll make us blow sky high. She arms the bomb behind her, but Batman's too quick. She's planning to blow herself up. Um, he grapples up to her and grabs the detonator. Take it, dumbass. It won't do you any good. The bomb counts down and Batman throws himself out of a nearby window, carried by the explosion. Outside, Jim watches as Batman bursts out of the building with Harley. They have a rough landing, but both are alive. You should have left me to die, she screams. Then I would have been back together with my Mr. J. Where's Robin? Batman mutters, scanning the wreckage. See? Harley laughs through her tears. It hurts, don't it? What have you done? Batman hisses, rounding on her. Now you know how it feels! Batman ignores her, stealing his rage as he desperately looks for Robin. Harley pulls out a knife and creeps towards him. As she leaps through the air, knife raised, we see a Robin rang. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, knock it out of her hands and our muscly hooded boy says hello. Birdarang? Birdarang makes more sense, yeah. Um, a birdarang for murderang. Miss me, he says. Where are the cops? Batman replies. <laughs> oh, for God, give us a minute. Can we take a minute and pat ourselves on the back? Th they're safe, don't worry, Robin says. Out of curiosity, it, it was the Joker who killed Robin 2, right? Robin 2, Jason Todd. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the comics, generally, that's that's what That's the story in the comics. I, I want to point out that the Jason Todd thing, we learn about it like in a bio in Arkham Asylum, but you kind of go with... Cool, fair enough. And we've not even yeah. met Dick Grayson at this point. Not right? even met Dick Grayson at this point, no. Is, is Dick Grayson in these games? You will meet Dick Grayson. He's not in this game right now, yeah. Uh, this is Tim Drake doing his thing. He is the Robin. Uh, so he's the one to really care about. He's oh, his right-hand man. He's the Robin. Mm. Um, so yeah, but Rob's like, miss me, where are the cops? They're safe, I'm done here. Batman pulls out his grapple and shits off into the sky. That is how that scene goes, I've not cut anything. Uh, Jim and Robin watch him go, and as the fires rage, Jim Gordon's like, Hey, uh, kid, is he alright? Sure, Robin says, forcing a smile. He will be. And the credits roll. So it's basically here just to set up, you know, Batman's depressed and mad and angry. Is, is that going to be the whole through line of Origins? Or is Origins an origin story? Origins is an origin story. It's a okay. prequel. It's a prequel. It is. It, it you is were just asking about that. Batman's origin a couple of times during yeah. this. Yeah, no, Chase, I got, I'm, I got, I'm not familiar with that. Clearly, you've not been following along, right? <laughs> Parents get shot. Yeah, so Batman is Bruce Wayne. Um, the. What did you think, Chase? This is your second one now. You quite liked Asylum. Um, How does this compare? You've well, Coincidentally, you've just flashed back on the cover, which makes me think. For Catwoman to be on the cover, she's in shockingly little of this game. So I've actually cut a bit of Catwoman for the sake of time, but just to give you a quick heads up, after the game ends, Catwoman has a little bit of her campaign, which is basically, she goes back to her apartment, Two-Face's goons blow it up, she then goes, takes down Two-Face in a stealth boss fight, and gets her loot and leaves. Yeah. That is all that happens. Um, but that is it, yeah. Um, but no, the gimmick of this was you get to play as someone other than Batman, basically. And then the DLC well, lets you play as Robin. Regardless of whether she had more than you cut up, she's inconsequential to the main story. So yes. it's amusing that she's on the cover. Yeah. Uh, he, sa like... he saves her at the start. She saves him halfway through. Exactly, yeah. Well, it's, you... it's fleshing out that relationship a little bit. 
and the whole, you know, mm. will he have to work alone for a oh, oh, no Sure, Origins, presumably they put Origins just like to keep the Joker in. Well, Origi- um, Origins no. wasn't made by the same... Oh, is it not? Pe- but by no. the same people. Not, not made, it's, it's in this universe, it's in this canon. Um, it's made by... Uh, we'll talk about it uh, later on when we do Origins, but... Um, made by a different studio. After this, Rocksteady started working on Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight is is the culmination of their quote-unquote trilogy, but Origins is canon to this, oh, and it's so, a really good story. So are Origins and Blackrock kind of considered, or Blackgate considered, I don't want to say spin-off, but like spin-off-esque? Spin-off-esque, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, the mechanics it is the a lot of people just get annoyed when it gets packaged up as a trilogy. No, it should be a quadrilogy. It's the same yeah. publisher. Like, yeah. it's a different dev. Quintility, even. Because well, Blackgate Black is Gates, nothing, yeah. um, but Origins nobody, feels like an Arkham game. They've literally... What does does Blackgate feel a bit DLC? No. Uh, sorry, Blackgate does. Yeah, Origins is a fully-fledged game with side quests and everything. Um, Rocksteady literally sent WB Montreal, like, the assets, the code, everything. For so Arkham the City. combat and the movement. And so it, I mean, it feels like you're playing a... a, a another Arkham you are playing another Arkham game just a different yeah. we love so Arkham. yeah overall thumbs up thumbs down thumbs up whoa um, whoa alright did you think I wouldn't like that oh no it's just that we're pleasantly surprised by how well the superhero these. stuff yeah. is going I mean they're great but um I'd say the overall story weaker than the original yeah it, it feels more vignette than a continuous story but the ending for this is miles. We'll just wait till he has to fight the Vignetti crime family in the third one. Is that a thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. But it is believable. Um, cool. Yeah. So before we go, uh, here's a little tease. Uh, what's coming up next? Where's the penguin? I don't know. Where is he? I swear. Damn. What's your favorite part of that tease, Chase? I liked when his parents survived. Oh, modern medicine, the things it's able to do to you. Wonderful. What was your favorite part, Neil? I liked when they died. And we're ending there. Right. See you later, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Meow. You've got real cat vibe girls this weekend. Yeah, girl, real cat, cat girl vibes. vibes.